Happy Tuesday! Thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. Just enjoying a little music before we get into the business, the news from around the world. Today's the last day in the month of January. How is it going for you so far? You listen to the voice of Tamar Braxton, Angels and Demons. everyone logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com and you know how it already goes gotta say good morning to my studio audience all courtesy of clubhouse Dancing with the money, I go pay for your love. I go pay. Uh. It ain't making my day, Jason. Uh. Oh, I feel it for you every day. When you call, run it back on replay. For your love, I go pay. Uh. For your love, I go play. Uh. Make a psycho, make a traffic psycho. Baby, every night, say I go drive me psycho. Every, every duty done, they make me mad. Oh. Make you make you sing, sing to the mic. Oh, my queen, girl, you are that looking in your eyes, oh. Show you many things you can utilize, oh. If I say I love you, then I tell you like so. Show you everything when I get nice, oh. True, that make you utilize, oh. Got a lot of stories for you today. As always, we have the Caribbean corner. Stories out of Latin America from the international scene. News out of North America. Business and tech news, health and science news. Got a little sports news, believe it or not, stories and the brew entertainment news. Keep it locked. Turned up Tuesday on Coffee and Toast, so we're playing yesterday's hits, today's favorites.
To all of our listeners around the world, everyone logged on and listening on QMZRadio.com, the Quality Music Zone, and JohnnoRadio.com, where it's always a party vibe. <laughs> of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Tuesday, January 31st. Turned up Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee Intel World News on the Go. Tune in every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. 
remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, moments with me media. And the me in everything is M I. Thank you so much once again. Appreciate each and every one of you. Coming up right after this one from Brandy, right here. We're gonna get into the headlines. You know I got you the top of the hour it's time for us to go ahead and get started Coming up for you today in the Caribbean corner out of the Cayman Islands, Minister Bernie Bush says maybe it is time to have transgender games. Uh, we've been alluding to that here a long time. St. <laughs> Eustatius inks agreement with the European Union. Lightning fast. That's how money moves in SSL. <laughs> funny but not funny. Clark says 2019 SSL report was never brought to his attention. Cornerstone president addresses World Economic Forum and calls for more regional investment. An employee held a mid-cocaine seizure at the Sangster Airport in Montego Bay, Jamaica. 60% of staff for new Caramed warehouse to come from Bernard Lodge. And a center opens in Port Antonio to deal with abused children. Court ruling sparks concern in bauxite aluminum sector. Gonna have those stories and more out of the Caribbean corner. 
Latin America, Germany pledges millions to help Brazil protect Amazon rainforest. On the international scene, the uh, world is dangerously unprepared for the next pandemic, Red Cross warns. I just had this conversation yesterday. Somebody's reading my mind or sitting in my kitchen. <laughs> in news out of North America, three Memphis Fire Department employees have been fired for violating protocol in response to fatal beating of Tyree Nichols. Seventh Memphis officer disciplined Tyree Nichols's killing revives calls for Congress to address police reform. Uh, we'll talk about that. Brave Bessie gets her likeness on new Barbie as Mattel honors the first black female pilot. In business and tech news, some auto insurers are refusing to cover certain Hyundai and Kia models. I wonder why. Appeals court has cleared the way for more lawsuits over Johnson's baby powder. I hope nobody's using powder. Do you know we used to powder up our babies and powder ourselves? Some people powder up to their chins. Yeah, we, we need to rethink that. In health and science news, Surgeon General warns that 13 is too early to join social media. In sports news, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts make history as the first black starting QBs to face off during a Super Bowl. And in Believe It or Not news, HBCU apologizes for recruiting white football player who used the N-word. Wow. In The Brew, Chicago prosecutor to drop sex abuse charges against R. Kelly. We're going to have these stories and more coming up right after a little bit more music. Keep it locked. Do it, kiss 
your hand But let you know I'm not just another fan I am the man And I don't give a damn about who you know I got a 48 track studio Back at the crib So drop by You know where I live I see you all the time But on another note Would you like to dance? Uh, no, I'm about to go and I'll hang my coat I've been watching you Watching me But my destiny is covered Build that shit when it comes to my moolah Every night and day with my brother just love No choice Welcome king of the dancer Cause they told me that I couldn't do it But I did Full stop Man I paid my dues Blood and sweat Work hard, play hard and non-stop Now we be the same people We won't make I cripple We won't make I shoot One of them won't hop Man I'm balling on them Them, 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 them it is turned up Tuesday on Coffee and Toe. World News on the Go. We're playing yesterday's hits and today's favorites. Coming up after this one from Fields, Ballin'. We're gonna get into the details. A 
And our first story, we head to the Cayman Islands. Minister Bernie Bush says maybe it is time to have transgender games. Story courtesy of Cayman, DodgeLoopNews.com. Minister of Sports Bernie Bush said in a recent interview with the Jamaica Gleano that it is his personal view and not the view of the Cayman Islands that there should be separate games for transgender athletes. Elucidating on his position, Minister Bush said, and I quote, It is very simple. I, I have nothing against anyone, but I do not think it is right. And it's nothing to do with what people are or who they think they are. I don't really see any women who are transgender to the male section wanting to compete, but I see some who are males trying to, wanting to compete with the women and have been involved with sports and coaching. I do not see where it's fair and I do not think it is right. Maybe it is time to have transgender games. Very simple solution. Respect them and give them their wish. Minister Bush's comments came after the World Athletics Eligibility Regulations for Transgender Athletes came into effect on October 1, 2019, and replaced the IAAF regulations governing eligibility of athletes who have undergone sex reassignment to compete in women's competition. Regarding the transgender regulations, these state that the World Athletics needs to establish conditions for participation in the sport of athletics, including eligibility categories that A, protect the health and safety for participants, and B, guarantee fair and meaningful competition that displays and rewards the fundamental values and meaning of the sport. And I agree with them. I, I, I have said this before. I think it's a discussion. Well, not think. It is a discussion we've had here Um before but nobody seems to be listening i agree with him i have nothing against how one identifies or choose to identify but i don't agree because there is the unfair advantage because no matter how much estrogen a man may take to try to suppress the testosterone i don't know Nature is going to win. They have the advantage. And I know, you know, we have had the discussion that, yes, you know, women can train, do strength training and be better than men in certain things. But at the end of the day, or in whatever it is they put their minds to, but at the end of the day, there is still the unfair advantage. And that is my opinion. There is such a desire for them to want to identify as women. That's okay. Do you. But don't try to push us out and eliminate us. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about the whole Tyree um, Nichols case and all the information that's coming to light. You know, and they're just so there. They're, um, there are a myriad of thoughts going through my head. Um Yesterday, I can't remember what the, the conversation or what prompted the conversation for me to say there seems to be a worldwide hatred when it comes to women. I don't know what it is. I can't understand it. And it's in every country, every nationality, every race, every ethnicity, everywhere. It is, it is so 
<sighs> poignant for the one of a better term. I don't know. What have women done to offend men? Whether they're straight or not, there's a hatred towards us, and I can't explain it. You have men who claim to be pro-woman, but yet they want us to be quiet. They want us to be submissive, and not submissive in a good way, but be seen and not heard. And I'm sick and tired of it, quite frankly. Women fought to be recognized, fought to be more than just a, a, a vessel to bring children into the world. We fought for freedoms and we fought for equality. But it seems more and more in 2023 now upon us that there is a fight against us. I don't know. Every one of you came into this world via a woman. No other way. You didn't come here via a man. No man can give birth. That's a fact. No man will ever be able to give birth. Y'all came here through a woman. I hope you're not hearing the feedback I'm hearing. Uh, next story, St. Eustatius. First time hearing about this island. Um, Dutch, I think they're the, yeah, uh, Dutch island. They're over there in the EC at the top, <laughs> the northern part of the Eastern Caribbean islands. Oh, so they have inked an agreement with the European Union, story courtesy of Nationwide Radio. JM. The Dutch island of St. Eustatius has signed a $2.9 million, well, euro, <laughs> let me get that right, agreement with the European Union in efforts to strengthen the island's agricultural sector. The Sustainable Agriculture Agreement will ensure basic food security, create economic opportunities, and increase the country's resilience against external threats. The agreement was signed on Thursday by government commissioner in the presence of European Union ambassador and EU delegation program manager. Officials say the agreement will also contribute to the sustainable management of the island's natural resources, leading to a healthy natural environment and increased biodiversity. It will run for four years from 2023 to 2026. I don't see that being 23, 24, 25. Well, I guess, yeah. Okay. One of the key objectives of the financial agreement is to increase sustainable production and productivity of agriculture, husbandry, and fisheries. It is expected to produce a series of results, such as the reconstruction of the rural infrastructure, increased access to productive tools and equipment, and strengthening of agricultural, rural, and maritime services. Anybody else was familiar with St. Eustatius? First time hearing about the island, I will admit. I don't know. Shame on me. I don't know. But I learned. So they're a part of the Dutch islands. So we'd only have um, the ABC Islands of Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. Learned, I learned, well, I learned about another one. We head to Jamaica for our next story, Lightning Fast. Story courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. Bear with me one moment, Clubhouse. I'm going to disconnect from you, and I'll be right back. Bear with me.
Okay, I'm back, Clubhouse. Thank you for your patience. Story courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. Jamaican track and field icon Usain Bolt pumped $6.5 million into the investment firm Stocks and Securities Limited, SSL, between 2012 and 2017. But almost as soon as the money was deposited, it was moved without his knowledge. A Jamaica Observer probe has uncovered that Bolt invested $6.2 million in SSL in 2012 through a limited liability company named WellGen, which is believed to be an amalgamation of the first names of his parents, Wesley and uh, Jennifer Bolt. Another 900000 was added to Bolt's account by 2017. But... $5.8 million, and we're talking in U.S. dollars, folks, was withdrawn from his account starting in 2012. And that was done through checks and cash. In addition, 90000 U.S. dollars, which was lodged in the account between 2019 and 2022, was quickly withdrawn. The money withdrawn would have included interest and dividend earned in addition to the nominal amount invested. And that's according to an observer source on Sunday. The source provided the observer with the portfolio holdings and liability statement bearing SSL's logo allegedly sent to the Bolt team in September 2022, which showed fixed income of U.S. 3,714,000 equities of U.S. $7,415,000 and cash of $918,000. All of that amounted to $12 million plus in the company. Lawyers representing Bold had sent a letter to SSL demanding that U.S. $12,758,181.74, the reported balance in his account at October 31, 2022, be repaid by January 27. The attorneys also claim that only U.S. $12,000 remain in the account. When the ultimatum expired last Friday, one of Bolt's attorneys, Linton Gordon, told the Observer that they were in talks with the FSC, which has taken control of SSL, and it would be inappropriate to make any further comments at the time. In the meantime, local investigators have been joined by the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation as the probe continues into what is believed to be the biggest fraud at a registered Jamaican financial institution. The FBI late last week responded to questions from the Observer confirming that it has joined the investigation, but there was not much more in its terse response. Among the issues which the investigators are probing... Are 10 transactions between July 2021 and May 2022, in which millions of dollars were taken from Bolt's account and transferred to a bearer to purportedly buy blue chip stocks in American firms. Email authorizing the purchase of the stocks were purportedly sent by a previous member of Bolt's management team to the former SSL employee who is at the center of the investigation. But observer sources say the email address from which the authorizations were sent was fabricated. Additionally, the former management team member has strongly denied authorizing the movement of funds from the Sprint Legends account. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> I 
I still say um, check his team, current, check everybody who he's surrounded by. So who was keeping a tab? Some serious accounting was being was was taking place. A record was being kept, just not being kept in SSL. But a record was definitely being kept for them to be able to come up with an exact figure as to what he would have as at the date of October 31, 2022, considering that the deposit, the initial deposit, was made in 2012. That's some serious accounting. I don't think it's one person in his team it's more than one look at everybody bolt look at everybody including who you're sleeping with that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna rule out anybody at this point everybody needs to go into the microscope saw your eyes javette <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask moments Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Chili. Yeah, I was going to say, even like how you said before, the FDIC only secures up to like, insures up to, I think, 250000 So is he going to get any of this money back? <laughs> well, let's see, because if the money was never there, what is there to get back? Definitely not from SSL. And because remember now, the money was withdrawn. So I don't know. You can't pay back what wasn't in there at the time so i i i doubt ssl can be held responsible that's my personal feeling i may be wrong i doubt ssl will be responsible they're only right now they're only liable for the twelve thousand us because that's there i may be wrong i don't know It is my opinion, Chile, and I stand corrected, and I'm okay with this, that if he goes to court and he wins and SSL has to give him any money, it is not because he's entitled to it, which he is, right? They're going to do it because he is a public figure. He's an ambassador of sorts for Jamaica. This case is an internet. It has gained or garnered international attention. And I think those will be the, um, the things that they will award him and seek to recoup as much as they can through liquidation of assets um, of the executive team and however they can you know, get it together. Quite frankly, I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, James. Good morning. Morning, morning. Yes, yeah, so but but the thing is, those, those that eleven transaction that happened between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, you don't feel like they can track that and 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 seize all of it. They can track it, but seize it from where? Where are they gonna seize it from? No, because because obviously, like it it was in um SLL, uh, it it was in the account there, uh, for it to be like um for them to be able to keep. Um, track of it that it was used to buy bonds in um, or blue shipping in companies in the states and stuff like that. So it obviously was there and and moved moved to different accounts. So like if they can track 
the names and arrest those people. And and and, and what? Another thing too, like you'd have to say that because the, the number that was deposit deposited was seven point seven point one million, right? No, six point five million was the initial deposit. Yeah, well, six point, well, six or, point. No, 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 no. Sorry, James. You know what? Let me. I stand corrected. Six, it was six, six point two. Six point two was 6. initially. Six point two, and then the and then initial. another nine hundred. Okay, so six point two initially, right? And, and then nine hundred thousand twenty seventeen, and yeah. then five point eight was removed. The same twenty twenty twelve. So in, in back in um, excuse me. So back in what you call it twenty twelve. When that 6.2 was put in, 5.8 came out right away. Yes, yeah, so, they so, made it so, liquid available. They took it out as soon as they put it in. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm saying then, like if if he if he gets back the, the principal, like the seven point one, then I think he'll be satisfied with that if they can find a way to get back that because the 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 other additional that added up to the twelve point was was interest or you know, interest on investment, right? So if he gets Let, back 7.1, then... Let's just say that despite how much money he put in, it's, the only thing he's going to get back is from SNL is the insurance that covers, just like how we said last week with the FDIC. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if you have $10 million in the account, you're only insured for 250000 Right. Now... No, but I, I kind of agree with moments, though. Sorry, sorry, baby. Keep going. Once the money is out, if they can track that it's an SNL scheme, then when they liquidate assets, he can sue. Yes. But if the money was out and it's somebody on his team, the only person he can sue is the people on his team. Facts. And we all know that most of that money is probably gone. So he would not be the first star to lose money in investments, unfortunately unfortunately yeah yeah you're you're right um javet there's nothing to get back from ssl quite frankly if you ask me but hey go ahead chili i know you were gonna say something go right ahead no i was gonna say i kind of agree with everybody but i kind of agree with you in the sense too because you feel like they're not for fun because he's a national hero yeah even i believe he was sponsored at uh, Puma at one time, right? And even he would make the Puma team, the photographers, like the marketing department, travel to Jamaica and do like ph- photography and like everything there, and make them like spend money in Jamaica. So I feel like he brings a lot of business to the island itself mm-hmm. and like represents well. So they want to find it. That, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I do agree. Yeah, like they're gonna probably drag it out in the court system, but they gotta find it. Yeah. And they're going to have to find it solely based on his status. That's it. But if they're going to find it for him, they're going to have to find it for everybody. Because it will not be fair that he gets all of his money back and nobody else does. Nobody there will get all of their money back. I mean, that is that. Right. Um, But... uh, SSL is culpable. The issue now is whether or not, because the money was there. It was there. That is the, I guess the investigation is trying to unearth whether Mr. Peart, in fact, signed for the money to be removed. 
But whether you, anyway, we take it, Jean and Panton is involved and she was an employee at SSL and an agent acting on their behalf and that makes the company itself liable. So SSL cannot be separated from this matter at all. However, it's 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 a private company and we know what how much they say it's, it's insured for us, one million US dollars. The issue, I think, it will come down to whether or not they can pierce the corporate veil and go after the executive's personal mm-hmm. That's probably where it will come down to because, you know, as I'm, I think I'd mentioned it here that they tried to wind up the company the other day. Yes, and we spoke about that too, yeah. Yeah. So, which shows to me at the, at the very basic first, first base that they know that they are involved in this. Because why would you want to wind up a company in the middle of an investigation of this nature? So, as the attorneys, it is, you know, is that can I go after them? Mm-hmm. individually because you know it's a company and it's an illegal entity by itself and the directors are separate but sometimes you can pierce the veil yeah. and you can go beyond that and go after their houses and their things but Jean and Panton they're, they're going to have to see what asset she has that they can seize right. all of it will be taken from her no word they're you know, trying to find who else involved so we cannot scrape up everything that they own right they will not get back that kind of money because I'm sure money was spent to buy all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, my only hope is that probably when they stole the money, they put a lot of it in real estate because real estate in Jamaica keeps going up in value. Right. And if you, they do that, you can seize that and probably if not sell, you can distribute the properties accordingly so everybody can get a little bit of money back. I don't think he's going to get everything back. 12 million US dollars is a lot of money in Jamaican dollars and cents. Um... But the uh, SSL is not clear. As I keep saying, they're not. They're not clear. They're very much heavily involved. It's just now who else is involved. As I keep saying, also the incompetence of the FSC board. Mm-hmm. They are heavily, heavily at fault, and by virtue of that, I'm wondering if the government might get dragged into the lawsuit and be sued for their negligence. Um, I said today, they said if the previous finance minister came out and said he was aware of what was happening up there. Mm. Uh, it's dating back over both administrations and <laughs> oh, it's, it's just absolute carelessness, to be honest. Just carelessness, just carelessness about. And I'm just happy that he came out and made the world know that he's not broke and he might go survive. But it's the principle of it. Yeah. And, um, also, I think the hardest part of it is if, in fact, this team member is involved in this, just a breach of trust. Mm-hmm. A breach of trust because, I mean, again, it's allegations. But if it is so, he has been with him since him first come out on the scene. And it would be devastating to, if, if, if I think to Jamaica, if we find out that he is, in fact, involved in this. I'm hoping he's not on that gene and he's just a wicked woman. I'm hoping he's not. <laughs> you know? uh, Kalisha, I, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. Um, at the end of the day, we, we're going to try to find the silver lining in all of this. We're glad this happened. Reason, it has highlighted the incompetence of various boards. It shaped them up and weighed them up and made them realize that you cannot take um, people's money and treat it with scant regard. You cannot feel as though you are entitled to do as you please with people's investments. 
yes, we know that there is a risk with any investment, right? Um, whether it is through a commercial bank or I call a boutique firm, we know there are risks involved. But let those risks and loss of um, investment be, quote-unquote, legal, right? Stock market drop. So the, the, your value drop. Let, let it be that. But not at the hands of those who sit down and just want to retake your money what them not work for. That's grossly unfair. And let this be a lesson. It's a wake-up call to every financial institution on the island, throughout the region, throughout the world, quite frankly, that you do audits, you do audits on a regular basis. Dot your I's, cross your T's. Check your debits, check your credits. Be more vigilant and thorough. Do not take that because someone is in a position of authority within an organization that you are going to just trust what they're presenting to you. Take up the phone. Take up the phone and call your, invest, your, your, your clients. I have an email here from you, Mr. Bold. You want to move so, so, so. Is this what you're about? Take up the phone. I understand that sometimes your clients are, you can't get a hold of them right away. But now, unfortunately, the clients are going to have to be held at bay until you can get verbal um, confirmation from them. Or they will have to now come into the offices and handle their transactions. It is what it is. We're going to have to make everybody uncomfortable. We're going to have to inconvenience everybody as it comes to the movement of funds until we can reestablish trust in the financial sector. But, but moments, you know, I think for me, it's not even that. Um, it's sad. However, I too believe that this um, issue is going to change the financial sector of Jamaica, the regulations and everything. But I think the bigger issue for me is the lack of accountability. Um, yep, you had this up this responsibility as a head of a commission to oversee what with that with oversight. You blundered in such a way like this is huge, and you just resign, and you move on with your life. And to me, that is unacceptable. Um, when you're at the head of an organization, you take the fall when things go really bad. You know, just get for resigning at the dead of night and move on with your life. Right. And this is what we see in Jamaica all the time. There's no accountability. People just, oh, yeah, you resign and you move on to the next job. People need to be put in prison. And I get it. Like, trust me, I know of all people that are going to say work. But we need stricter laws. We need stricter penalties because... The FSC man just resigned. Mm -hmm. And he just gone. And that is what shocked me more than like you just like leave and go home. <laughs> like what? Mm -hmm. not, it's not one thousand dollar that went missing. We're talking two point something billion US dollars. Like, what do you mean? I'm Jamaican dollars. Oh, he resigned. He was asked to resign. But what's the punishment? It's the same thing we keep hearing. And these these public sector workers, they do absolutely nothing. And God knows I'm not saying for everybody, <laughs> you know, right. but a large percentage of them do absolutely nothing because, you know, how difficult it is to fire them. 
they know how their compensation packages are made up. So I when them left the work, they're like like rural read, they get these crazy payouts. He's just like at what point mm-hmm. we change this? Because until then, because Okay, so the FSC did do a report on them, investigated them, and they're saying, Oh, they were told to go to close business from twenty some whatever. Okay, you told me that I'm not gonna close business, but who's policing to make sure I close business? And if I am a criminal and you don't police me, it's your problem because you get paid to police me. Hmm. You fail to police me and now everybody else suffer from my indiscretions and you just go home and say, Well, maybe tell him, maybe tell her if you stop to stop the business. What? What strong arm force did you use to make sure I lock my door? Yeah. But people just pack up and go home in Jamaica. You just sit on the boards and get the big money and the highlights and the excitement, and then you just go home. Same with the woman who is on the, the summer day for the children who allowed this pervert man from Listen, America. Don't even talk about that them. one, Kalisha. And oh. she's saying, oh, she not resigned. And I'm like, in which country? But you know but you know why she's not resigning, Kalisha. Right now, it's clear as day why she's not resigning. Yeah, but for me, and this is why sometimes I hate to say it, I mean, it replays on, but I mean, like a dictatorship necessary because I'd have to drag you out there kicking and screaming because who you're playing with. Exactly. Who are you playing with while you're not resigning? Have some decency. You know, it's, it's, it's Jamaica, and that is Jamaica's problem. Um, I'm telling you, it's so everybody just feel like they can't get away with it. No, nothing, no, nothing. Everybody just go, don't do what they're supposed to do, what they're being paid for, and it's across governments. It's the only thing in certain public sector because it's private and it's it's corporate and it's competitive. Your job is is replaceable. But in government, nobody know do nothing because who are going to fire you? They just like rotate like the, the Anglican and the Catholic priests. They do something, them just send you go one different parish. One different church. <laughs> They just rotate you and then your friend put you in one different ministry. It's a mess, man. It's ruining the country. It's a mess. But as you, as you, as you raised that woman, uh, as it relates to the children, Kalisha, why aren't the citizens of Jamaica protesting and blocking road and all of that and getting because, her out? Because they're focused on Batman and lesbian and other adult grown people business. They're focused on that. That is what the churches mm. and these people out here are focused on what grown adults choose to do. But nobody's focusing on what the obligations we have as a nation to protect the vulnerable. Nobody focuses on that. We're all turned and I and nobody the church is very quiet. Even though that man yes. came in the name of the Lord, the church is very quiet. But the church will be very loud when them say other grown folks not them private setting other than business. It's all a joke. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a joke. <laughs> it's beyond a joke. Beyond a joke, Kalisha. But I'm here to hear the names of those because if it'll come out today, it must come out tomorrow. I am here to hear the names of those whom she's protecting, why she's allowed to remain in her position and be so emphatic in voicing her stance that she now come out she now move she's not stepping down and i'm not, what she's telling me at least is that uno can't touch me uno cannot touch me because if you touch me everybody are go down and the people who are gonna go down we're gonna be so shocked corruption i wouldn't be run rising everybody good morning Apple. 
<laughs> Come on, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Trust me, don't believe that. We have work to do. We have work to do. So, <laughs> Dr. Nigel Clark is saying that uh, according to it, the 2019 SSL report was never brought to his attention. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio. Finance Minister Dr. Nigel Clark is admitting that he was unaware of a copy of a June 2019 examination report on Stocks and Securities Limited that was sent to his office. He says he only became aware of the report on Tuesday of last week. The finance minister, in an opinion piece published in Saturday's newspaper, says the report was sent to his office 10 months later in April 2020 and confirmed received on April 15, 2020. He says the report did not include the regulatory history of SSL, which is now in the public domain. However, Dr. Clark says the FSC did find breaches that justified a recommendation to the FSC board that they issue SSL with directions designed to cure the breaches. Dr. Clark says this was the only report on SSL Limited sent by the, SS, by the FSC over the last five years. He says the FSC has never met its statutory reporting requirements. So, hold on, a, a, a couple issues here. Who signed for the, the um, report that was sent to the office 10 months later in April 2020? So, an, an, a report was done, an examination report was done on SSL, June 2019, somebody had to sign for that April 2020 because confirmation is there that it was received on April 15, 2020. So who signed for that? And if that was signed for, who was it given to? So what that tells me is that there is somebody in the finance minister or some bodies in the finance minister who are culpable too. All right. Then no. <laughs> hold on, James. Hold on. And then Dr. Clark says this was the only report on Stocks and Securities Limited sent by the FSC over the last five years. Aren't financial institutions supposed to have a general audit yearly five years and then he's going to say that fsc has never met its statutory reporting requirements so who was monitoring the fsc the minister of finance so it goes back to what um Kalisha was saying this is ridiculous the governing bodies failed and so that would bring the government into play as well. Not just SSL. The FSC has failed. The Ministry of Finance has failed. Go ahead, James. No, I, I was going to say you need to fasten your seatbelt because I told you like this. You know, when, especially with the FBI involved, when they dig to the bottom of this, Trust me, it's going to make for like, you know, like one of them Netflix series because, you know, what I found interesting too is the timing of when like Andrew Onis 
withdraw his investment. Like, I find that very interesting. And I find it interesting, too, that in the, the initial stage when this news broke, um, he said that he has no money in, S, in, 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 in the company, right? And someone, and someone pulled up an old, a old clip um, when, when people were questioning um, the, the multi-million dollar fence when they put up. And um, one of his explanations is that he, him and his wife invest and, 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 and they call out SSL um, as one of their investments. Mm -hmm. But when the news broke, like he said, he has no money there. And okay, then, so stick up in, stick up in right there, James. When was the multi-million dollar fence put up? The fence was put up years ago. I, I okay, can't remember. all right. So what does that have to do with the story? I'm not understanding. No, because I'm saying in the initial stage, like he was saying that he has no money invested in SSL. That's what he said when the news broke. Right, he, like pull, he, had, he said he pulled out his in money back in No, he said, no, at first he said he had no money in, invested there. And then after the fact, when, when that was pulled up, that's when he said he pulled it out, pulled out his money. But is but he wrong saying, if he's saying that he has no? If I have no money there, I have no money there. I don't. I don't see what's wrong with no, that. No, no, because no, because when the news broke, like he could have said that he, he invested in the past and he pulled it out, but he said he had no investment there. And after someone pulled up the clip and and challenged Jimmy, then he came back and corrected it and said like he pulled out the money and he gave the date of when the investment was pulled out. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is, if that if in, if upon investigation, that date coincide with um, the date of the report. That means that like it's kind of insider trading type of thing. Like the, the finance minister would have gone, gone and said to him that look, this company is not um, thing, and you pull out your money. But um, other investors were not given the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying it could come down to that because remember, like people were saying that why the why the the um um financial service regulation did not um, red flag um, the company so that people could be aware. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that um, they don't have the legal authority to do that. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Because as I, as I said earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, that if, if there was a system where they could have um, kind of red flagged them and investors would have, would, have, would have said, you know what, do I need to keep my money in here? But they didn't do that. So if it's a case where the prime minister... And people on the inner circle got information that the public did not get. That look, this this company is acting shady, mm -hmm. and because of that information, they were able to pull out their money when other investors who did not have the same information were you no know, had to leave their money. Then that could be some some major problem too. So that's okay. what I'm saying. The, the timing of when he pull out his money. Um, is going to be like something to watch also. To look at. So it would be. So what you're to sum up what you're saying pretty much is if he was tipped off and that tip wasn't shared with other investors that could be a significant problem yes All yes right. because because the thing is that like you don't invest in that type of investment in in those companies and just pull out all at once like normally when people are investing like you, you get a certain return and you, you say okay i'm going to diversify i'm going to put in other but it's very rare that you just pull out all that James, remember though, James, that the investment was not in SSL itself. SSL is the brokerage that does the investing for people. The insider trading would be somebody in the company in which you are investing. So you're somebody for, let's say you buy the stocks from Google. 
somebody in Google say, yo, Google's going to crash. Pull your you sell your stocks in Google and you take your money. But SSL is not the company in which the money was invested. SSL is the middleman who invests the money in Google. So it's two different things. Thank you for clarifying that, Kalisha. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, what can I say is this moment that if you have played the songs, um, a long time song, the scam of them there, you if you have played the, the song there, you know, because I tell you the money much up hard, and yeah, the money much up hard, man, corporate scammer, man, yeah, them have this TV show on, on Hulu, um, uh, traffic, and them show when she got Jamaica interview, scam of them and all them something there. She need to go interview the Jamaican government, both of them scamming, because me I tell you the money, I go hard. Not even scam of them don't have mobile, not even go so hard. Them are different. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, on to our next story. Cornerstone President addresses World Economic Forum, calls for more regional investment. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio JM. Founder, CEO, and Group President of Cornerstone United Jamaica Holdings Limited, Paul Simpson, says the global environment is ripe for major investments in renewable energy as one example of a critical investment pathway. Mr. Simpson says it should be noted that renewables can help to drive down the price of electricity, which generally is doubling the costs of advanced economies and can have an economy-wide effect. Simpson, who is also Barita Deputy Chairman, made the call recently during his address to the high-level Green Accelerator in Davos session at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland. While speaking with a raft of leaders of global financial institutions, innovators and change makers in the climate change space, Mr. Simpson also reportedly made the case for private sector impact-driven investments in the Caribbean. Simpson says, with a competitive advantage in renewable energy sources in the Caribbean, Barita and Cornerstone's efforts to accelerate a region-wide clean energy transition may provide at scale an outsized positive effect in the region and a significant return on investment. Right now, I'm not about it. I'm about significant return on investment because that is what they're using to lure in a lot of people to get everyone to open up their ears. Kind of like, you ever watch a Doberman Pincho when they hear a sound that is very unfamiliar and those pointed ears go up and forward? That's what happens when we hear um, certain words, significant, high return. Be careful with those words. You may want to change your vocabulary a little bit. Because unfortunately, as we have seen with cryptocurrency and now we're seeing here and other um, investment vehicles globally, it don't always pan out good. So um, stop luring people in with the promise of huge returns on their investment. Uh, ch change, the, um, change the language just a little bit. Uh, Employee held amid cocaine seizure at Sangster Airport in Montego Bay. Story courtesy of Jamaica.LoopNews.com. Police from the Narcotics Division seized 2.5 kilograms of cocaine and arrested an employee at the Sangster International Airport in Montego Bay, St. James, during an operation that was conducted on Sunday, January 29. Reports are that at about 11.50 a.m., members of the Narcotics Division and Customs Contraband Enforcement Team 
were conducting operations at the airport when the employee was seen acting in a manner that aroused their suspicion. He was subsequently accosted and searched, resulting in four parcels containing the drug being reportedly found in his possession. The man was arrested, but his identity is being withheld pending further investigation by the police. And we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we have more stories out of the Caribbean corner. Keep it locked. Search for me a honey dip, dip out. Listening to sexual healing. A girl who can give me that feeling. Oh, I, I. A girl that's about it. Yeah, she gotta be about it. Hey. Wait, she's so serious. Wanna get into my crib tonight. Got a lot of comedy keys to the time to find oh. out. We can chop it up if you want, but it will slow us down. Just gonna hop in the whip. I ain't trying to cover it up. What I really want is to.
Thank you to all our listeners listening online, QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Also, thank you to everyone listening on JohnNoRadio.com for, you know, that party vibe. Yeah, go ahead and download that Jano Radio app. J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. And a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. Thank you so much. Keep it locked. We have more stories out of the Caribbean corner coming right up. Looks like you hit the spot For me to wake up with you holding me And telling me you're loving me You got my heart on lock Yeah, cause I wasn't expecting you
time for us to get back to business. We're going to do the rest of the stories out of the Caribbean corner. Thank you, John Legend and Brandy, for that one. Jamaica to crack down on the illegal sale of driver's licenses. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The Jamaica government says it will introduce legislation to deal with the illegal sale of driver's licenses. Uh, we have an unfortunate situation in our country where some people are buying their driver's licenses. They're not taking a test for it. That's according to Transport and Mining Minister Audley Shaw, noting that the full arm of the law will be brought to bear against persons who have been selling and illegally obtaining driver's licenses. Shaw said that for too long, the practice of purchasing licenses has gone unabated, allowing persons, many with no driving experience, to be on the road operating motor vehicles. This has resulted in unqualified and inexperienced persons getting motor vehicles, going at excessive speed with no regard for road and environmental conditions. These are some of the reasons behind the fatal crashes we have been seeing on our roads. This is very unfortunate, and as the Minister of Transport and Mining, I am issuing a warning that it is going to end. It is my duty as Minister to put a stop to this, he said. 13-year-old girl in custody after fatal stabbing of her 19-year-old brother. Story courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. A 13-year-old student has been taken into the custody of the St. James Police for questioning in connection with the stabbing death of her 19-year-old brother during a dispute they had at their home in the parish on Sunday. The deceased has been identified as 19-year-old unemployed Noel Demetrius of a Tucker Irwin St. James address. Reports are that at about 9 a.m., the now deceased and his sister had a dispute during which a knife was brought into play. The 19-year-old was reportedly stabbed. He was taken to the Cornwall Regional Hospital, where he was pronounced dead on arrival. Another youngster. What's going to happen to her now? Churches encouraged to assist in expanding Jamaica's reggae gospel industry. Story courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. Churches are being encouraged to assist in expanding Jamaica's reggae. Minister of Culture, Gender, Entertainment and Sport, Olivia Grange, who made the call, invited churches to focus on on unearthing and developing gospel bands and vocal talents across the country and unleashing them on the world in reverence and praise. She was speaking during the 2023 Reggae Month Church Service on Sunday at Fellowship Tabernacle in Kingston. The service was held under the theme, We Come to Catch the Rhythm in Reverence and Praise. Miss Grange noted that there is a large contingent of local Christian artists involved in reggae gospel. Against this background, she said, our churches need to join us in a more fulsome way in creating an even larger reggae gospel industry. The minister recounted that there was a period when the guardians of religion felt that reggae music should not be heard in the church. She maintained, however, that this position was changing. Through and in reggae music, Persons have found the motivation to press on and not despair through hard times. They have found a platform of solidarity where oppressed people could bond 
as they seek common solutions to mental, spiritual, and economic anguish. And they have found the globally unifying theme of one love, she said. She also pointed out that reggae music underscores the very concept of reverence and praise, as exemplified in Redemption Song, composed by Jamaican singer and musician, the late Robert Nesta Marley, citing the verse which states, Our hands are made strong by the hand of the Almighty, and we forward in this generation triumphantly. Additionally, Minister Green said reggae, one of the country's indigenous music genres, has brought wealth and purpose to the lives of vulnerable Jamaicans. I think churches are more embracing of it, though. I, I, I think they have changed. Not all, but I want to think that they have changed to some degree. 60% of staff a new Carimed warehouse to come from Bernard Lodge. The Carimed group has committed to recruiting residents of Bernard Lodge in St. Catherine to fill 60% of the workforce required for the entity's new state-of-the-art warehouse distribution center, which is situated in the community. Prime Minister Andrew Holness officially opened phase, phase one of the 258,000 square feet facility during a ceremony which was held on Friday. Phase one, which was constructed at a cost of over $6 billion, will consolidate all of the group's warehousing activities and the administrative offices for the Consumer Goods Division. Holness, who delivered the keynote address, welcomed Karamed's announcement, describing it as a strategic move while noting that with other entities that have relocated to this area, we're now creating an industrial cluster in the parish. It also indicates clearly the confidence that the principals of the company have in the direction of the economy and the government. We welcome their confidence and continued investment. The Prime Minister indicated that Jamaica is on a growth path with the country's net international reserves at $3.98 billion, which is 27% higher than the pre-COVID period. Our economy grew by 5.9% in the third quarter of this 2022 to 2023 financial year. And this is significant because we're now returning to growth immediately after the pandemic. We would now have recorded six consecutive quarters of growth, he added. Our next story, Center opens in... Okay, so hold on before I move on. So there are job opportunities within the community. 60% of the employees are going to be from the community of Bernard Lodge. So if you know anyone who lives in the area or anyone who knows somebody who lives in the area, please pass the information on. Let them, I'm, I'm not sure where you'll be able to go to sign up. Let me see if I can find that information. Um, oh, and uh, the idea of um, Caramed is that they want to drive exports for all products in the diaspora and in the Caribbean, and they want to continue to tra train and develop their best assets, which is, you know, for them, the best assets are not in our balance sheets, but our employees. Okay, Christian disclosed that the group has provided uh, over 1,000 jobs for 800 employees on staff, as well as several contractors. Um, it doesn't say where people can go to apply, but they may want to just check out CarryMed for more information. All right, so job opportunities are there. 
please take advantage of them. Center opens in Port Antonio to deal with abused children. Youngsters in the parish of Portland who are victims of crimes and other abuse now have a child-friendly center where they can get counseling and other support services. The facility, which is located at the Ministry of Justice's Victim Support Division, VSD, Portland office at Shops 8 and 9 in Brands Bay Plaza, Port Antonio, was made possible through a U.S. $6.7 million donation by the United States to help fight child trafficking in Jamaica under the U.S.-Jamaica Child Protection Compact Partnership. Speaking at the recent opening of the center, Minister of Justice Delroy Chuck said many children who have been abused need to be assisted or they will become prime targets for further exploitation and candidates for the many gangs that operate, especially in our inner city communities. Noting that many clients of the VSD are children, Minister Chuck said while some may not have experienced crime in the way they have been treated in their homes, they have faced situations that make them very disoriented and lack interest in things for their development. Many of them just need counseling to be able to get back on the right path, and there must be services for these youngsters. That is why in every parish, we have a victim service office. Um, I, I have a question. Is there a perpetrator office as well? Because... um. the we are providing a facility for the children but when we provide them with the services of counseling and support and they go back home they're going back to the very people or perpetrators that created the problem so are we going to be opening facilities or have um drives or workshops for parents as well is that something that should be explored? Because many parents don't know how to parent. Parents are not given a handbook. And unfortunately, some parents, because they didn't have the right guidance, um, and I'm not saying that's an excuse, but the likelihood of their being good examples or doing right by their children is to some degree less, right? So we need workshops in place we need resources in place for parents as well a lot of the a lot a lot of times parents are taking out their frustrations on their children parents are taking out the need to secure certain people in their lives on their children so who takes care of them so that they can be be better parents we say parents need to do better, but are we providing the resources to help them to be better parents? What are we doing? So I welcome, don't get me wrong, I welcome the support services for the children, but we also need support services for the parents. Go right ahead. Someone open their mic. Hey, Fabian. Good morning. Go right ahead, Fabian. Hey, moments. Good morning, blessings to all. Yeah, this this subject here is really, um, you know, when I hear it being discussed, uh, I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is, are we just talking about our children? Because 
all children are our children. And I think too often we keep uh, sight only on what's happening in our house. But um, I think it's our obligation to, when we see other stuff going on, it's our obligation to intercede. And uh, I know for some it's uncomfortable because I don't know I'm going to people's business. But a child is a child. And as us, as adults, if we see something or we know something, we need to talk up. We need, to, we need to say something. Because as you said, not everybody's equipped to be a parent. And if they're going right back into the same situation, it makes no sense. That's all, yeah, that's all I have, Mom. Thank you. Thank you, Fabian. Thank you for your input. Yeah. Makes no sense. Go ahead, Afa. I know you had opened your mic. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, um, just to agree with you yes, a while ago, you know what I mean? Um, it's like them have them AA, some AA class or something like that, but them call them over here, so well, they, you know, talk about like, um, ad, um, things they be addictive to, like drugs, alcohol, or, uh, you know, you, you use abuser, you know, so they get the counseling and, you know, meet other people who want to have to get counseling. Yeah, they need to have something like that set up for you know the, the, the people as well instead of as well as you know with the kids and all that stuff so everybody can get counsel and everybody can interact with each other more better you get me I said yeah yeah, yeah. Man. and I agree with your Fabian said too you know what I mean if you're the next door here and about a murder the, the, the child yeah call police yo officer you know what I mean yeah so I mean the police come deal with it you know what I mean and, 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 and things like that because some people can go to and some well, general, they may be rush out, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've said that already. We don't go on and go, we try to talk to you. Hey, you can't do that. It's, look, it's a child, you know, and they, they want to rush, they want to fight you. You know, tell me, chop you up, you know, all them something there. Uh, you know, so it, 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 we, we, if, if you can't do it, same like when they have this crime stop thing, and they say be anonymous, same thing. Yo, officer. You know what I say, you know? And, and let the police them come or if you can run and if you think you can run and take, take the child out of danger, especially it depends if it's still like the parent or whoever or draw a machete if you beat the child or anything them find them on them and use it, yeah man, intervene. You know, or you want somebody if you feel like you alone and want to go over there, you want somebody to go over there. You get what I say? Yeah. So yeah man, I agree with everything. Thank you so much, Afo. Thank you, Fabian. In our next story, court ruling sparks concern in bauxite aluminum sector. Story courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. Concerns are rising in the local bauxite aluminum industry over the effect of the recent ruling by the Supreme Court in favor of environmentalists and residents opposing mining in the cockpit country. The court barred overseas-based partners, Naranda Jamaica Partners 2 and New Day Aluminum Jamaica Limited from mining lands in the area, which some residents say is threatening their survival. The court issued an injunction two Fridays ago, which should end either the commencement or the continuation of minings of the lands by the Bauxite Alumina Partners under special mining lease 173 and will remain in force until the claim brought by the residents is heard and determined likely in November. 
this has raised bauxite alumina inside his fares that the delay granted by the court could lead to an eventual pullout from Jamaica's prized bauxite lands, ending a 25-year lease agreement between the government and the bauxite alumina giants focused on mining and shipping the ore from the island to North America. According to a Minister of Transport and Mining source, there are legal implications arising from the establishment agreement, which was signed with Noranda in 2018, under which the government has agreed to provide 5.2 million tons per year to Noranda. The country faces a loss of approximately 1,000 direct jobs, in addition to tremendous losses for local contractors who have invested significantly in 150 trucks and heavy equipment costing them well over U.S. $100,000 each. And we're planning to add another 900 workers to the current workforce. Also threatened is the country's tax earnings from the partnership with Noranda Alumina and Noranda Bauxite, with the latter company focused on mining and shipping bauxite from here to foreign alumina plants, including Gramercy in Louisiana, United States. In September 2018, Noranda Bauxite announced that it had been given a new expanded 25-year deal as well as a 25-year renewal of the special mining lease that will allow it to extract as much as 5.2 million tons of bauxite annually from the Trelawney and St. Anne Parish Reserves. Noranda resumed delayed bauxite levy payments in September 2021 following negotiations which led to its reinstatement and the asset usage fee debt of 3.4 million US dollars which was owed to the Jamaica Bauxite Mining Limited the Supreme Court of Jamaica however de- decided to bar Noranda Jamaica Partners and New Day Aluminum Jamaica Limited from mining lands in St Anne's cockpit country which some residents say is now threatening their survival hmm Is it threatening the survival of those who work for the bauxite? I'm trying to make sure I understand here. I don't have much information um, on the story. I'll be frank about that. If anyone else does, please highlight. Um, go ahead. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So one of the things that I've seen, good morning. Good morning. Is, um, good morning. Good morning. As news stories or more not necessarily a news story because the way how sometimes the news is um reported is um on documentaries or or specials um that the the dust from the um the bauxite uh factories or or where they're reaping the bauxite from the ground it spreads really finely over people's communities so it, it impacts breathing and um and it's fine dust all over everything so it, Imagine your kitchen is now full of red dust everywhere because of this um, constant um, dredging up. They they were very coy in the way they described it because the um like the cop cop the country you know I can't say the word I'm so sorry but they <laughs> have sorry. been having a problem because while they're they're trying to go in and dig the bauxite out from their areas it then depletes the energy from the ground for farming for people who are around them. So that's some of the things that, that have been affected, but I don't have as much detail as I'd love to. Um, 
But if you ever just follow Chief Curry's site um, on Instagram, he always talks a lot about it. And he doesn't just talk about what's happening to his specific community. He talks about how the industry affects other people around him. Right, so, right. Thank you so much, Sunet. Thank you. That insight really is beneficial. Well, for me, at least that information, understanding. Um, when you talk about the dust, yes, I'm pretty familiar with the dust. Um, I remember as a child, <laughs> um, I had that constantly having to clean up the dust, especially because of how close we were to the um, port in Discovery Bay where you know that you have the big green dome and the bauxite passes through there on the conveyor belt to the ship across the road across the um, queen's highway and then you would have the ships that come for the bauxite a lot of dust you know comes off of them as well so i'm, I'm very familiar with that layer of dust that you're talking about which can be pretty annoying because you're constantly cleaning but the cleaning is irrelevant when you think about breathing your, um, you know, your lungs, inhaling all of that red dust. Um, you also made a very valid point as well, Sunet. The mining affects agriculture. The resources that are being depleted that are needed for our agricultural sector, for farmers to be able to grow healthy crops, you know, so, yeah. Um, something else needs to be worked out now. Did is there? Hold on a second, Afo. Is there something in place? Um, I'm not sure what the agreements include. Not privy to it, but it, I would love to know. I'm not gonna lie. Have they established responsible mining, or is it you just give them this lease, you allow them to mine in this area, and they can lease? However, how often? It's do as you please. Go ahead, Afo. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We're just like a um, uh, um, to say you can what? Go on, um, uh, Chief Richard Curry's site, like what Sonny mentioned, as well as you can uh, go on YouTube and watch uh, uh, Vice. Uh, Vice actually went down to Jamaica and did a little, you know, little documentary thing on what's taking place and stuff like that. With a, with the whole bauxite mining in the cockpit in the cockpit country and um uh, there was a, a one part where not show like a, like a primary school it looked like some kind of primary school or something like that where they were mine right next door to the school like literally right next door to the school <laughs> so they don't really care about the people them you know and the kids they might inhale all that you know dust and uh, dust from people you know house um the, 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 as we said, um, mentioned as well about the whole, you know, messing up people farmland, taking away people farmland just to mine. Yeah, so all that depends on vice as well as more further in depth on Chief Richard Curry um, page as well. All right. Thank you so much, Apple, and thank you, Sunet. Appreciate it. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Someone else open their mic, please. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I was saying that, like, personally, I don't feel like there's anything, uh, such thing as responsible mining. <laughs> like, okay. because if you, if you go, I think it's Clarendon, like, I have a friend from that side that took me down to one of those old mining, I, I don't remember the name of the, the, the mine that they used to mine there, but, like, the company moved out. Uh -huh. And when you go and you see the aftermath of, of the mining, 
you realize that there cannot be such thing as responsible mining because like you, you go there and you see like the big like the, the, they have like train tracks that they, they lay like tracks that move the the, the, the the bauxite and stuff like that and then we went over to this like what what's like a, a pan of just like acid and she was telling me that like like anything goes inside that like they, they used to dump like the acid that they used to 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 do mining and stuff like that and it's like it's like a lake and it's huge and it's just sitting there and it's just toxic and it and, and it's never going to go away and it's like it's like a, a sea of mud but what she was explaining in, in that it's like acid and just to see like those lands and yeah like people made a lot of money people build their houses and stuff like that but a lot of people end up getting like cancer people die communities was destroyed like farmlands were like completely wiped out mm -hmm. and then you know people that made money from it like it's not even generational wealth it's just like some money to build a house and then you, you look in the community now that was like a thriving community when the mining was happening and the mining company moved out and now the co the community is just like devastated mm -hmm. because like the, the community is just like poverty crime and a lot of lands that just cannot be used so i feel like the government need to find other ways to make money but mining mining is not it <laughs> all right thank you so much james thank you um we can say this real quick yes yeah uh, i think when nobody asked the, the leaf you want to talk about uh when you go mandeville you, you always drive past it it's a huge lake it, 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 it look like mud as we say but i just yeah exactly so whenever you go mandeville i come from mandeville i head to clarina go, go back in the town you always drive past it always this huge land and yeah, say you know, just like this, this big area full of red dirt, but uh, uh them dump inside, just for them dump them acid and all them something from the mining. There is one also, um, is it in Saint Anne? You know, Mount Diablo and Mount Russell. I can't, I can't remember when you're which side is Mount Diablo and which side is Mount Russell. But, oh, oh. Go ahead, Afo. Yeah, more Rasta when you leave from um uh ta -ta 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 -ta, boom Spanish Stone Road and from Spanish Stone Linstead, go to Linstead and yeah and then go on to Mount Rasta. So from Spanish Stone to Linstead, then Mount Rasta. Yeah. yeah. So, so but no way out of yeah. it. Look down I see it. When they put Mount Rasta, look down I see it. Right. So that would be very stink. There is no other word used to describe it and i yes. know they had to clean that out at some point it was very red and you know depending on if they were pumping i'm not sure what they would pump into the lake but i remember um yes it's made it's filled with a lot of acid um i think how many years ago they had to remove whatever toxins but i'm not sure what the state of it is now go ahead james yeah moments another thing to add to that to like which like a lot of people say, like, I don't know if it's true or, or, or not, but, you know, all these missing people that you see in Jamaica, people are saying that's like a dumping site, like those um, acid lake are like a dumping site. So that's another thing to consider too, you know? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> that's a, that's an old, from as a child, people used to say that a lot. Not sure how true that is. Yeah. All right.
right? So, um, yeah, responsible mining. Can mining be done responsibly? No, if I mash up the earth, no. And when I say responsibly, though, Ethel, where you're only allowed to mine so many tons per year, and you can only do it at a particular time of the year, are those... Be because if bauxite is an ore that is beneficial to the economy of Jamaica, certain places I agree should be off limit, no matter how much ore is there. But in the areas that can be used, can the government, should we recommend to them that, hey, listen, we need you to only do it this particular time of year or you can only mine so many tons? Is that something we could explore as a way to control the damage done to the environment? More importantly, the citizens. I don't. I don't think it should be an option. I think there are countries like India, for example, India. India does a lot of mining, but India is like they, they mining in areas. A lot of the areas that India do their mining is like areas that people really don't live, or some of those places like you know like how you have riverton in jamaica where it's not supposed to be somewhere where you live but people squatters go there anyway yeah that's all my that's all mining happening in india not in in residential area not in area that's um beneficial to the ecosystem it's like you, you have countries you know like canada canada is a big country where like half of the the, the landmass is not like livable you have countries like that where like mountains and hills and where people don't live and mining takes place in those areas. And, and that's, if you want to say responsible mining or whatever, those areas, it's not affecting people's health, their livelihood or anything like that. It's just outskirts. And India have the, the ability to do that, not Jamaica. Why Jamaica doesn't have the ability to do that though, James? What, what, would, be, what would be preventing us from being able to do that? No, because we're mining in areas that people that's schools. schools right. So we areas. can can't we can't we ask them to stop and and but, go but Jamaica moments, Jamaica is too small. Jamaica is an island. Remember, like even now, um I was seeing a report the other day that says like Jamaica, the, the water system like that we could we have so much water, land of wood and water. Are we not seeing the full potential of our water because our entire water system is damaged? Because of the way we bury people, and because of the way how the, the you know mining affects it too, and that's why they want to keep it out of the cockpit country. So no, it's small. Okay, all right. Thank you, James. I think Teflon, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah, just a quick one. I just think I just think that mining shouldn't be done at all. That's I've always been against mining. I just feel like um, this. <sighs> The minerals that people have been mining, like oil, bauxite, and all that—that's mother's nature stuff, and they've been raping mother nature for so many years. And I think those things should be, be just left alone. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. you're gonna have people that argue and say, "Oh, but we need oil, we need petroleum, we need this." But at the same time, they're just um, destroying the earth, and I just think that mining should be abolished they shouldn't be mining at all that's my opinion my opinion is always, <laughs> <laughs> always got hold on Afo. yeah go ahead teflon sorry about that 
So you're, that's you're, it, that's it, that's, that's it. it for you. Okay, um, all right, yeah. fair enough. And you do have a valid argument. Everyone has a valid argument as far as the restricting or the stopping altogether of mining. Um, but I have to throw this in there. Are we truly ready for the stopping of that? Because we have become so dependent on the resources that it's going to take a couple decades, I would say, for us to shift the way we think to more natural <laughs> we but can, less we can invasive easy, we, we can easily live without all that stuff we can easily live without petrol or the petrol and diesel we can easily live without all the metals and all the all that stuff easily uh, we can easily live without them but as you as you said because we're so used to having it yeah. like people people are going to say oh we need to travel we need to drive no, you don't. You can walk. <laughs> but what about going to England? How am I going to get to the UK? I don't know. There's there's always ways. There's ways. But... Oh, as you say that, Teflon, did you see the one with the boat um, that they use a sail? They Or it's like a parachute um, to help use wind to um, nah, transport nah. them? Yeah, I came across that. No, I haven't, I haven't Just... seen it. But, but yeah, that's, that's another option. There's yeah. so many, there's so many other options, but you just have to kind of explore it and look into it. But yeah, yes, I should yes. just leave my mother earth alone. <laughs> or don't travel, don't travel, just stay home. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we'll just you know stay where we are. All right, I think someone else wanted to go ahead. Donald, good morning. Go right ahead. Morning, morning. Moments. I think like um, if you look at most mining contracts, there. There are clauses in those contracts to mitigate against what we can say, let's say, irresponsible mining. Although one can argue that responsible mining might be impossible. But there are a lot of things that the companies can do if they follow the policy to make it a lot more safe. But most companies is about risk and reward. What you find happening is they break the rules quite often than not. They break the rules. And if held accountable, or if whole and held accountable, which is seldom, then they just pay whatever little fine they slap on the wrist for doing that. Because they could do things that they're not supposed to do, make a ton of money. And worst case scenario, if they're brought, litigation is brought against them and they lost, they cover it with a fraction of the money that they make. So there is very little incentives for them to even follow the rules. On top of that, you don't have never see any of the executives or anybody going to jail you don't see nobody getting executed or anything like that so there is really no real incentives for, from the, the mining company's perspective to do the right thing to tell you the truth mm, yeah free for all but i like was it you afa who mentioned that that is in or was it james in india that there are places where people don't live that they mine there. it was james james okay thank you afa that they don't mind there. And I think Jamaica missed that when they actually started allowing the mining of bauxite decades ago, right? That is what should have been put in place. You mine in areas and then, you. I'm sorry, let me complete my sentence. You mine in areas where there's no um, human being living and then when you're finished mining there, you do not allow humans to live in those areas because you know, the land is already destroyed, but go go right ahead. 
But I, I agree with James when he says that um, Jamaica is too small to, to, to do these kind of things. So either you take the risk of mining or you don't mine at all. Because there is no way in Jamaica you would mine that literally wouldn't affect the rest of the country. It's like almost impossible based on the size. Yeah. All right. Let's well, well, say this real quick. Um, I agree with what James said. The mine is supposed to go on Jamaica. And I agree with what Teflon said. There are ways to top in and have electric vehicle. You know what I mean? There are ways to top in and have aircraft where, where you don't need to be charged or no fuel and all them things. There are ways to do that. You're you have a, a, an African guy. Yeah, you know? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, Okay, you're breaking up really bad. You're breaking up. He's breaking up. I think yeah. I think he was about to mention the African. Alpha, we're not hearing you. You're we've lost we're losing what you're saying. We've lost some of what you've said because the connection is not too good. But I think um I think I know, Teflon yeah. knows what you're gonna say. Go ahead, Teflon. Yeah, there's there's an African engineer that um he invented an engine that runs on natural f um, fumes and then you've, you've also got um, engines that run on waste oil then you've got oxygen engines as well there's so many options you just just need to engineer it that's all okay thank you thank yeah you. yeah moments there's even someone in jamaica that 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 found a way to to use um feces to to, to run engine what what kind of you feces? Guys, yeah. what kind of feces? like animal, animal oh feces. animal yeah yeah okay yes yeah, so and, cow. And, and, cow dung is what yeah, and when you say pieces, I'm thinking you're talking about you, but bigs, okay. No, but it, it, it can dung. be anything. Cow it dung. can okay. be anything because you, it can be anything because there are countries, I think India was one of the countries or China that um you know like a cesspool system, like they, they find a way to turn it into some natural type of thing. So there there trust me, there are ways to, 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 to do it without damaging because God is so powerful and so great. You think he's gonna create human beings and create with us with knowledge and stuff to, to live on this earth without doing it responsibly they just choose the irresponsible way because the return on irresponsible behavior is way more than just going responsible like wind energy like solar energy is just that you know they're not going to be able to make billions like extracting oil and extracting and damaging the earth with all these stuff so they choose to do it irresponsibly just to make money you know mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Teflon. Go ahead, Teflon. Oh, hold on, Teflon. Hold on one second. Chili, I think you were waiting to say something. Go ahead, and then Teflon, then Afo. Go right ahead. No, I was just going to agree with everybody quick. But yeah, what they really care about is their bottom line. There's ways to mine responsibly, but they don't care about it. They want to go mine right next to the school and kick up all the dust. They don't care about regulations. And even if you enact the regulations, they're going to make sure they bribe somebody so they don't have to do it even with the regulators that were supposed to audit the government, they didn't do it for a decade. They're going to find ways around it. So that's that's my thing. We could try, but these people know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Chili. Go ahead, Teflon, and then Afil. Go right ahead. No, I was just going to add, uh, there's some. There's a fuel called AdBlue. I don't know if you guys are aware of AdBlue. So that that's made from cow piss, I think. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Just, just an example. There's so many options. 
but but I'd like to hear what Afro is going to say. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Teflon. Go ahead, Afro. No, I give thanks. Sorry about that. They're not real forest here, like. But yeah, um, yeah, but I said about the African guy. You know what I mean? Uh, um, him find out him actually have a TV. They take a tradi traditional TV where you have your flat screen TV and him use it where you don't need to plug it into the wall ever again. You get me? I say car and come up with a car and come up with a helicopter you don't need to plug it in for charging if you put in a fuel and what I'm trying to do them I try to assassinate him twice yeah twice right now I think they must have probably in hiding right now because I'm trying to kill him because what yeah you have to put Tesla and them people out of business yeah? why do you think they do the same thing with Nikolai Tesla they make sure they get rid of him because doing research and find out a way of tapping into the energy where they are around the planet, radio frequencies to create free electricity and what them do and we can't make no money off of that you know so you know, them get rid of him you get what I said? right now you have uh, the, the, the person's name with um, uh, uh, James mentioned born in Jamaica with the oil and all them something that I use as um, uh, that I use as fuel you know, you're not about them again. You get what I say? The two brothers them in Florida will come up with a, well, how do they come up with some water, some water thing and them get rid of them. <laughs> the man who build a, this brother who build a machine to take the, the, the um, collect water out of the ear, fresh, clean water out of the ear to feed to um, um, the Flint, Michigan and them places. What them do? Them go mash up the man machine. You get what I say? Now you have this little young brother who come out and I'm going to show you how he can use plastic like waste, uh, garbage, a plastic where dash on him something there for create fuel. You get what I say? So, there are ways to do it without a fair try to mash up Mother Earth. But what? These things where people can easily have access to and not for paying the money, the, the, these demons, these entities, because they can't be human beings. Them, them don't want them something to take place. So them go around and they make sure them quiet you in, in a whatever way them can. Whether six feet under and above the nose for you gone, you're gone, you're missing. Yeah? Just so them can benefit. You get what I say? And them do the same thing with a lot of stuff. With a, with a, with a uh, medicine, all kind of things. You get what I say? Take it from nature. Oh, don't, don't go to herbs. This other way. It's all a, a, it's like a pansy scheme. <laughs> you get what I say? They, they feed the, the, the nonsense food to make you get sick for you go and the, 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 medi, the, the medical facility to take them so-called chemical develop uh, medication and then when you get sick you say oh you're gonna heal yourself and it only cause other uh, what do you call them things other um, other illness and possible death because they were telling them odds and then two couple of years later, they come on the TV and put out, oh, uh, did you take Xyphil? Well, you may be compensated of up to a million dollars. You get me access to them, 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 it's like a, a money-making scheme. You get me access. So people need to just stop listening to them and just go do their own thing. You know what I mean? And uh, support behind them, put the support behind the brothers and your sisters them. You know what I mean? Whether black or white, Asian or whatever it is. You get me access. I'm, I'm trying to go against these people That's the best way I can. Because they're not human. You get me, I say, right on the matter about carbon footprint and all kind of rubbish. You get me, I say. 
just so them can continue for them on top and for make money. You know, they might try to just lock down thing again. Oh, they might talk about tech ideas from the whole pandemic locked down because the carbon footprint right. and lack of people in our house um, so that they won't be able to use as much uh, um, electric car and all and so, they cut off people from playing as much video game. Yeah, thank you so much, Afro. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um so uh and we need to, we need to protect our inventors as well. We need to protect them. <laughs> yeah. We need to stop going on the internet and post everything. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna have to take a my, my, moments. I feel really bad now. I just I got a flight in a few hours. I feel like so, I yeah, so what come on. Um you better <laughs> jump in that boat. You better jump in a boat and roll your way to where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you all everyone we're gonna keep it moving gotta take a quick break and when we return we have stories uh out of latin america from the international scene and north america keep it locked Just gonna let me take my leave You're gonna let me cut off from my baby mm. But you said that I'm the one for you I already visioned me your lady mm. Now you say make a throw a money for you I threw it on but you know catch me So you know catch me So you know like me Pull me on white beat Think me got catfish, I'm screaming Oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why mm. I cry, I cry, I cry, I cry You know say I be fine so why you gonna vex it? Boy, stay for my DM stock say You know ready for commitment. It's getting old. All these heartbreak songs are getting old. Why does it take so long to move on? I go sprinkle holy water next time. So I can know who the demons are. Now you say make a throw a body for you. I throw a hand, but you know catch me. No, you know catch me. So you know like me. Cause I know Jassy. Gotta say thank you to everyone listening online on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. And of course, a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse for making this possible. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee Intel, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views we have more stories coming up after the music break also just a quick reminder set your alarm 7 p.m eastern tonight the rose solo show live on qmzradio.com johnnoradio.com and viscosityblend.com oh, I, oh, I. 
my DM stock say you know ready for commitment. It's getting old. All these heartbreak songs are getting old. Why does it take so long to move on? I go sprinkle holy water next time. So I can know who the demons are. And you say make a throw a body for you. I throw a hand, but you know catch me. No, you know catch me. So you know like me. Cause I know Jassy. Put me on YP. Think we go catfish down Shout you, I cannot concentrate. So make a thank God I found my blessing. Do you see this all Lord have mercy? How can a person be so damn sexy? I pray nobody go come contest me. Take my money and then go spend them. Give me shopping list, I go send them. I no go waste no time, I no go contemplate. You be number one place. You are my sweetie pie. My love for you don't solidify. My love for you don't they multiply. My love, you are my sweetie pie. My love for you don't solidify. My love for you don't they multiply. My love, girl, you make a bad man they follow. The tone of your voice make a bad man wait. Girl, I want to enter your mind gates. We could take a trip and go far away. Only bring the finest to please ya. Feel it by the beach just to ease ya. You never have to worry, I won't leave ya. So make a thank God, I found my blessing. Do you see this, oh Lord, have mercy. How can a person be so damn sexy? I pray nobody go come contest me. Take my money and then go spend them. Give me shopping list, I go send them. I no go waste no time, I no go contemplate. You be number one place. You are my sweetie pie. My love for you don't solidify. My love for you don't they multiply. My love, baby girl, I never leave you. You are my sweetie pie. My love for you don't solidify. My love for you don't they multiply. My love, baby girl, I never leave you. You are my sweetie pie. My love for you don't solidify. My love for you don't they multiply. My love, you are my sweetie pie. For you don't solidify My love for you don't they multiply My love Baby girl I never leave Alright thank you so much For that one UG It's time for us to get back to business Thank you once again to everyone Listening online and everyone here with me On Clubhouse And it's on to the Latin American corner Germany pledges millions To help Brazil protect The Amazon rainforest Story courtesy of AlJazeera.com Germany has pledged Tens of millions of dollars To help Brazil defend The Amazon rainforest A critical global ecosystem That experienced years Of devastation under former Far-right Brazilian president Jair Bolsonaro. During a news conference in Brasilia on Monday, German Development Minister, the or I should say, because I can't pronounce his name, the German Development Minister announced that Berlin would make $38 million available for the Amazon Fund, an international mechanism largely funded by Norway that aims to prevent deforestation. 
In 2019, Bolsonaro, who promoted greater economic development in the Amazon and loosened environmental safeguards, dissolved the steering committee that selects sustainable projects to finance, prompting Germany and Norway to freeze their donations. With the new government and the team of Brazil's president, Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, and their um, their environmental minister, Marina Silva, we have a great chance to protect the forest and to offer a new perspective to the people who live there. Germany also pledged to provide $87 million in low-interest loans for farmers to restore degraded areas and $34 million for Brazilian states in the Amazon region to protect the rainforest. So I got questions. Uh, exactly who is going to get the $34 million? All it says is for Brazilian states in the Amazon region to protect the rainforest. What methods or what are the parameters that are going to be put in place to protect the rainforest? Want to know that? What are they going to do? And why give loans, low interest loans to the farmers who have been gravely affected over the years? Why not give them grants? Why not give them grants? You have already (laughs) created a problem for them. And now you're going to charge them to fix the problem that you created. Doesn't sound fair to me. Or am I missing something here? I don't know. You come in, destroy my community. But then tell me, oh, I'll give you, you know, we've got what we wanted from this area. But you say you want to fix it. The only way for you to, you know, for us to fix it, though, is to give you money to fix it. But guess what? That money's not free. You have to pay it back. I think Germany needs to revisit the terms and conditions and the intent behind the money being pledged to Brazil. And the Amazon for use as far as the Amazon is concerned. Let me have a breakdown of how the 34 million is going to be distributed, how it is going to be used. Is because to me, and I'm probably overthinking, I probably am, but to me, it sounds as though that 34 million is going to be paid to people so that they no longer go into the Amazon and mine. I'm just saying, and I hope I'm wrong. Our next story, we now head to the international scene. The world is dangerously unprepared for the next pandemic, Red Cross warns. I was just having this conversation yesterday. Someone was in my kitchen. (laughs) Story courtesy of aljazeera.com. All countries remain dangerously unprepared for the next pandemic. The International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies has warned, saying future health crises could also collide with increasingly likely climate-related disasters. Despite three brutal years of the COVID-19 pandemic, strong preparedness systems are severely lacking, the IFRC said in its World Disasters Report 2022, published on Monday. 
It called on countries to update their preparedness plans by year's end. Sounds like a warning that, um, get ready. 2024, we might have something for you. Probably 2025. But we're giving you some time to get your act together. Uh, you know, the pandemic has taught me at least not to take things at surface level. Read between the lines. That's what it has definitely taught me. So I would implore all countries to get ready because clearly something else is coming and it's coming pretty quickly. You know, on one hand, there are some countries are saying they're underpopulated or they're losing population or population not being replenished fast enough. And the other hand, some folks are saying we're overpopulated. So go figure. Mm -hmm. Now for stories out of North America. Three Memphis Fire Department employees have been fired for violating protocol in response to the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. Robert Long, Jamichael Sandridge, and Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker were terminated Monday after it was found that they violated policy and protocol in their response to Nichols on January 7. Their actions or inactions on the scene that night do not meet the expectations of the Memphis Fire Department and are not reflective of the outstanding service the men and women of the Memphis Fire Department provide daily in our community, the statement said. A news release from the department said MFD first received a call about a person pepper sprayed at East Rains Road and Ross Road. Engine 55 was dispatched to the call at 8.32 p.m. and arrived at 8.36. After speaking to an officer, they were directed to the second location at Ross Road and Castlegate, where they found Nichols handcuffed on the ground, leaning against a police vehicle. Upon arrival, Lieutenant Whitaker remained in the vehicle while EMTs Long and Sandridge responded to Nichols, the department said. Our investigation has concluded that the two EMTs responded based on the initial nature of the call, person pepper sprayed, and information they were told on the scene and failed to conduct an adequate patient assessment of Mr. Nichols. Nichols was later transported to hospital in critical condition after they requested an ambulance. And we all know he died three days later. And there are a couple more stories. I'm just going to go ahead and read them as they relate to Tyree Nichols. Seventh Memphis officer disciplined. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. Two more Memphis police officers have been disciplined, along with the three emergency responders that were fired, and we just read that story. Officer Preston Hemphill, who is white, was relieved of duty shortly after Nichols's January 7 arrest, the police department has announced. Later in the day, it said another officer had also been relieved, but without naming the person or specifying what role they played in the incident. That brought the total number of Memphis officers who have been disciplined to seven, including the five black officers who were fired and charged last week with second-degree murder and other offenses in Nichols's beating and January 10 death. Also, uh, please allow me to finish the story. Fire Chief Gina Sweat said in a statement that the department received a call from police to respond to a report of a person 
who had been pepper sprayed. The workers arrived at 8.41 p.m. as Nichols was handcuffed and slumped against a squad car. Uh, Long and Sandridge, as was mentioned earlier, based on the nature of the call and information they were told by police, failed to conduct a, an adequate patient assessment. An investigation determined that all three violated multiple policies and protocols. The killing of Nichols, who was black, has led to days of public discussion on how public police forces can treat black citizens with excessive violence, regardless of the race of both the police officers and those being policed. On body camera footage from the initial stop, Hemphill is heard saying that he stunned Nichols and declaring, I hope they stomp his ass. Nichols' death was the latest example in a long string of early police accounts regarding use of force that were later shown to have minimized or ignored violent and sometimes deadly encounters. Memphis Police Department officers used a stun gun, a, a baton, and their fists as they pummeled Nicholas during the nighttime arrest. Video shows Nichols running away from officers toward his house after he was pil- pulled over on suspicion of reckless driving. Nichols, a 29-year-old father, was heard calling his mother and seen struggling with his injuries as he sat helpless on the pavement. And this is all according to video footage released on Friday. The five officers chatted and milled about for several minutes as Nichols remained on the ground. But there were other authorities on the scene. Two Shelby County Sheriff's deputies have been relieved of duty without pay while their conduct is investigated. In the Nichols case, the police department has been responsible for internal disciplinary measures such as firings, while the Shelby County District Attorney has handled the criminal charges. Hemphill was the third officer at a traffic stop that preceded the violent arrest, but was not at the scene where Nichols was beaten. His lawyer, Lee Gerald, has said. Hemphill turned on his body camera in line with department policy. Lawyers for the Nichols family questioned on Monday why the department did not disclose Hemphill's discipline earlier and why he has not been fired or charged. Now, Tyree Nichols's killing revives calls for Congress to address police reform, story courtesy of NPR.org. The release of video footage of Memphis, Tennessee police brutally beating Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old black father and FedEx employee, has received calls for Congress to once again consider police reform. But in, but in an era of divided government, the likelihood of any legislation making it to President Biden's desk remains slim, extremely slim. Nichols died in a hospital three days after being pulled over for what police said was reckless driving. Five officers who beat Nichols have been indicted and jailed on charges including second-degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. Other officers have also been relieved of duty pending an investigation. And, you know, on the heels of this yesterday, I was made aware that here in South Florida, two police officers, Miami-Dade police officers, took up a homeless man, took him out into the boondocks and beat him. Thankfully, he's still alive for now. 
beat him senseless. It was another off-duty police officer who came across this man. The officers were remanded. And of course, they will have to face the law. There is clearly a problem with the police force nationwide. Officers who do not care. Now, more details have been coming to the surface with regard to Tyree. This whole thing was planned from my understanding of what we're seeing all over social media, from TikTok to, to Instagram. This was planned. Jealousy. Outrage. Not getting over feelings. So one of the officers was in a relationship. That relationship ended. That woman is an ex. This ex was talking to Tyree. And the person, the officer consumed with anger and jealousy so enraged that he was able to recruit others to help him get rid of Tyree they need more than mental evaluation unfortunately Sula unfortunately now we have a problem we have a huge problem I highly doubt that police reform is going to take place, not with the Republicans in control. I'm sorry. If it didn't happen with the Democrats in control, what's the likelihood of it happening? Last week and the week before, I have said this, that the, that the policing is clearly different. On Friday, I highlighted the TikTok um, story I came across with a woman who said she was pulled over at night because she was speeding and she realized how privileged she was because she was not black. She wasn't even given a ticket for speeding but told to get home safely. She was able to reach the back of her vehicle without being told, ma'am, put your hands where we can see them. She could just casually continue. This young man on his way home from work he was stopped for no damn reason. And these seven police officers, you know, thank God for ring. Is it ring? The, those cameras? Thank God. Or whatever the source was. Thank God for that. Because had not that been in place and working, recording, this would not have come to light the police would have again got away with the murder. And to think that they're so comfortable to do this tells me this is not the first time. Probably one of the other officers who were recruited, probably it has been done for them before and they were able to get away. And I know someone wanted to speak. I was not looking on the screen. Please go right ahead. Hey, moments. Hey, it's, it's a real tragic case, and it seems like every couple months we're back in this room. Square one. 
back to a lot of talk. We're going to do this and we have to do this and RIP and and everything uh, with good intent. But once again, without action, we're back to square one again. And I'd just like to say, I'd like to... Yeah, one second. Mm, one second. Okay, while we wait for Fabian to come back, anyone else wants to go ahead? The, 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 the six police officer, him, him, yeah, man, he needs to be charged and arrested too. Not just relief of duty. He needs to be charged and arrested. Whether he did it, whether that beat him or not, the fact that he was there, and he of the man that tears him on, and all them something and, and say what he said, he needs to be charged and arrested. Same as them go and charge somebody who was. You might be beside the person, and you commit the crime, you know. And you do shooting, you know, nothing. You just live beside the person, and because you 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 were, you did and you see everything, and you and they be hang out, and, and when the person commit the crime, they get charged just the same, the same thing for reach him, cause him, him just attacks the man for no reason, as well as a tabo, him up them stamp him out. You get me? I say so. If be charged and arrested, but you see. I'm a sorry moment. I know what you tell me, but I'm sorry. I have to call it where it is. I have to call it where it is. You see them coon there? Uh, them I'm going to stop you. No, 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 no. We're not going to use the names. We're not going to do the name call. What? Well, moment. Alright, let me say this. I'm, I'm understand say room and everything. I'm a respect you and the room and all of that. But that's not a not disrespectful moment. Uh, uh, understand, you, but what you have to understand on my part, Afo, is the position well, that the position that you're putting me in when you call people out of their names. Remember, we're right. not just on Clubhouse; we are airing home on radio as well. Please respect that. Thank you. All right, them things that them couldn't get away with it. Well, because them 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 are part of the police and them things that the whole blue wall, whatever crap, you are gonna save them. Well. You know what I mean? Blue line tongues, babes. You don't go save them. Well, they never save them. See, they more for save the, the, the white police officer where they did You get what I say? So, if you get charged, if you get arrested, just the same as them. You get what I say? The Scorpion unit, whatever they want to call the unit, are more than one time they go around and do them something at all. As well, reports start to come out and say. You get what I say? They say them start to go, go back to all the cases them where the Scorpion unit. Um, ever come across or be involved with you get what I say so yeah, yeah man yeah. well I mean I see if they are going to make these people put on Kente cloth and kneel down in front of them and police out their break dance and, uh, and uh, invite police to cook out uh, I see if they are going to do it again and, uh, you know what I mean and twerk for justice you get what I say so we are going to see if they are going to do it again Yo, the place are just, yo, the place are just dash with the reality, like real time. Alright, thank you, Alpha. Go ahead, Chili. Go ahead, Ch go ahead, Chili, and then we'll get back to you, Fabian. Go right ahead, Chili. Yeah, I was just going to be quick. I was going to say, the jobs of the police officers should always be, if somebody commits a crime, you're an apprehended suspect. You're not supposed to be the judge, jury, and executioner. And even if, like, say, or uh, aggressive behavior or something fatal is, is deemed necessary, fatal force or just aggressive force is deemed necessary, you're supposed to administer aid right afterwards. 
and there were like 10 to 12 officers and nobody did that including the EMTs and everybody else yeah thank you Chili go right ahead Fabian yeah I would just like to encourage everybody in this room that if you are if you have a child that's out there driving at night a loved one a friend that you encourage them that if they're pulled over uh, there has to be something worked out because clearly those who are who took the oath to protect us sometimes do the opposite work out some kind of plan whether it's a phone call if you feel something just funny them for call you no matter what time of the morning but we have to do something we have to be proactive in this so whatever y'all deem the right thing we just say let's be proactive work out something with our loved ones because there are no guarantees when we're pulled over by cops regardless of race regardless thank you regardless yeah because we don't know who may have a vendetta against us right because that's the case in this situation uh good after what time is it now it's good, good, mo good morning Nachos. good morning <laughs> um i did not watch the video um, because I didn't need to see that kind of um, brutality um, to have an opinion. And um, my biggest, those cops should go to jail, every last one of them. But I think you have to look beyond on what they did and look at how the media is portraying this. To me, I feel this is like the Barack Obama syndrome, whereas we have a black president, so everything is okay. So when you see all Fox News is coming out against these cops, they are going to make sure, you know, they get the full justice of the law. Every last one of them will be convicted. And then they're going to say, oh, we have no problem. Look at this. We send some cops to prison. But on the other hand, it's because they are black cops. And I believe that the way the media is treating these, these cops, that's how they should treat all cops when they go out there and do these anus act against um, the citizens. And um, that's what I'm hoping would happen. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is not happening. They're going to use them as an example to say that we have no problem because look at that. Five cop uh, did this to this guy and they all are, they all are in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I learned right there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, naturalist. <sighs> uh, I don't know. Police reform. What does police reform look like? I don't know. Will we ever get it? I don't think so. And the reason I'm saying this is look at what happened in the height of the pandemic with George Floyd. Before George Floyd, so many cases, so many times things have been brought to the forefront and it's like seven days, seven day news, hot for seven days. And then after that, it goes away and nothing gets done. And it's going to continue happening like that, where nothing gets done. I was reminded that the reason nothing will get done is because we have to go back to the foundation of why the police force was um, created to begin with. Right. So we cannot accept that anymore. But Fabian, you are right. Since they won't do anything about police reform, we have to see how we can protect ourselves and see to it that 
every time there is a stop, they are recorded because they can cover their, their um, what you call it, their cameras, right? They can cover the cameras on their body, their body cam. So we have to see to it that we have technology in our vehicles that the minute they're stopped, there's a camera recording them. We need a camera from the, from our, from the back of our vehicle to the front of our vehicle. And we need one inside our vehicle that is recording them. Something that will hear, that will, even if it can't feed to somebody, it can be retrieved so that these people can be brought to justice. We have cameras on our houses. We have cameras all around our houses. We have cameras in our businesses. We need cameras in our cars. Uh, most most cars have dash cams now, so we can use that. We can use dash cams. Yeah. I agree. And uh, what I don't understand, we live in a high-tech uh, er era, and um, I don't understand why the police even has to come in contact with the driver when they stop them. You know, there should be a way of communicating with them. Um, without coming in contact. And another thing is, as, um, you know, um, we know it's not the police. Uh, um, we know it's the color of the person, the police. The, the problem is with the color of the person they are stopping. It's always a black person who ends up in this type of uh, dilemma. So therefore, be prepared. You're driving at night, especially. Have someone on the phone you're talking with. So you have a witness, if you don't have a camera on board. You have a witness who can listen in or have all your information sit right there that you don't even have to reach into the glove compartment. Uh, um, and also, prevention is better than cure. Uh, if you can, um, you know, drive below the speed limit. Don't do anything. Make sure your headlights are okay. Everything, is. do your check. I mean, this is what we have to do as black people because we know what we are up against. So, um, you know, even uh, I'm a 60-year-old woman. I do not leave a store without a receipt. I always, little things like that. Because you, if you stopped or, you know, you stole this, you don't have a receipt, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And we know prison, what the prison system is all about in this country. It's for profit. They use the prisoners out in California, pay them very little to fight fires. So we know they, there is a, uh, a, maybe a deliberate effort to get people to the prisons. So prevention is better than cure. Take all the necessary steps and know how to respond when you're stopped by the police. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, moments to... To add to what, yeah, go ahead, James. Go right ahead. Yeah. Thank you, Jocelyn. To add to what Jocelyn just said, like, you know, the routine, like in, in Toronto, is that if you're speeding and the police, the police see you speeding, right? They, they turn on their siren and they stop. They stop about, um, you have to pull over and the police stop about two car, car length behind you, right? Um, they, Stop about two car length behind you. They, they, they keep flashing. They have the, 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 that thing that they can communicate with you without you coming out of the car. And they, they tell you what to do. They flash their light on, on, onto your license plate and they put in all the information. And the police do not come in contact with you until the police finish doing the ticket. 
and just walk outside of the car and just hand you the ticket and say, you know, have a good evening or, you know, be careful on the road or whatever, and you're gone your ways. So I find it strange, like, with all this technology. And, you know, this Rodney King was, like, what, 25, 30 years ago? And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I've never seen any other race. America is such a multicultural country, and I've never seen a, a Chinese person. I've never seen a, a um, Latino person. I've never seen, like, on this level, outrage, like, um, countrywide, worldwide, where there's... Um, police killing or police brutality of any sort. It's it's almost like they're just comfortable killing young black men, and that's disturbing because I've not seen it. Maybe I'm just not looking, but I've never seen like a Rodney King, a George Floyd, or any of these moments on CNN, on Fox, on any national, international news where it's of any other race but young black men. So something has to be done. If I may quickly add, yes, yes, the alleged killer um, who killed the four students um, in Idaho, um, we saw footage of him being stopped not once but twice by the police. And did you see the interaction? <laughs> I didn't see, but I can just imagine. Ex he, 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 he broke the law, but he wasn't ticketed. And they were the pleasant interaction between them, you know. So there is definitely a difference in the way black people are treated once they're stopped. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the culture is in all the police departments. I mean, nation, it's a nationwide problem. It's within the system. It's not whether they're black or white. And what I don't understand, don't people think about their actions? Don't they think about consequences? Don't they learn from others to see what happened to that monster who killed George Floyd? Don't they look at those things and say, well, I have to do better? They don't care. They don't care. They honestly do not care, Jocelyn, because they have been allowed to get away for, for with it for so long. They have been the protected ones, not the community. The officers are always protected. Everybody shields for everybody. Everybody covers up for everybody. The chief, the lieutenant, everybody tries to see how they can make things go away. And they have become so um, comfortable planting things on, 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 um, you know what, go ahead. Um, before, you, before I let the next person go ahead, let me just check the chat real quick. Suda said, sometimes I wonder how it would be if the law was whatever crime you commit, that's what you will get in turn for punishment. Hmm. Naturalist says, get the ring car cam, two wide angle cameras with night vision, one road facing, one cabin facing, facing, sorry, see inside and talk with anyone in your car through the ring app. Never miss a visitor. Smart home security. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go right ahead. I know someone had opened their mic. I'll go ahead. America, the place where white must shoot you know, just kill off innocent kids at school and, you know, them come and arrest him neatly. Um, bring him to get something to eat because they work up an appetite of killing innocent kids. You know what I mean? Oh, you're thirsty too? See some water for washing the burger where you just eat. So, you know, for that sense, it's the atmosphere where you live now when you come on to these 
to overhear some of the youths. Them sickening, it's all a one group of people they mostly target. I know why, because well, the group of people they don't really have nobody for but them for really talk for them. You get what I mean? I say because we have some people where they look like we, but them not for best interest at heart. You know what I mean? Not every skin folk are kin folks. You get what I mean? I say so. Them see that we don't have no power. Them, them take off your job, right? Right through them take off your job. Again, uh, the whole judge flighting, uh, it was a big joke. You get what I mean? I say all of that take place and not to come out of it except people I say oh man this police officer is cool you know because what you know they are break dance with them and uh, and I do electric slide you know what I mean uh, and and that's all you see what happened with the, 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 the Asian people them just because a man say yo are you bring the virus over here you know you see me I say and what them do right away oh no we need to protect these people you know pen start right and put in legislation for protect them <laughs> you get what I say, but yes, I know the judge fight bill can he gets out or there nothing can put in place to protect black people. You know what I mean? So them say them them say oh, one, black people have no nobody for really talk up for them. Two, them have no power. Three, them a joker. Alright, make them riot, you know, mash up this, mash up that, uh, that if them if it goes so far and then after a while they may calm down. You know, everybody just go them regular ways like not never happen. But when other group of people do it, trust me, things get done. And you better think twice the way you look on a, a next set of a, a different um, a race of people or even set certain things because of big consequences. But when it comes to black folks, a joke thing. Plus, the police force, um, all these police force, moments I sent a video a couple, uh, um, couple days ago. I don't know if you see it. Um, I won't leave a video and say this, but it's in there still. Um, where this guy I give you a list of uh, the police station them where get fun we're losing your alpha we're not hearing for whenever stuff like these happen them just build them out oh all right then. yeah you're in the matrix after you're in the matrix in the matrix um at this point i'm not sure what i mean we can sit here and talk and be angry and be upset but it's going nowhere that's the truth and the powers that be do not care to do anything about it we can watch videos we can um post on ig we can post on facebook we can post on tiktok we can sit in rooms on clubhouse nothing is going to get done because the people at the top don't care to do anything about it so as to just to reiterate and then i'm going to move on what naturalist said we can only protect ourselves there is technology out there get on amazon sacrifice starbucks for a week if need be sacrifice some cigarettes for a week if need be sacrifice something so that we can have the technology that we need to protect ourselves because the more this comes to the forefront and the more these cases are sub the the, the um footage is submitted I am sure at some point, if not in my lifetime, probably in the next lifetime, things will change. That's all I can say on the matter right now. Almost. Yes, naturalist. Let me just yeah. real quick. And as far as with the, the ring camera, I'm, listen, I'm not a sponsor of ring, um, but they are changing the, the car um, camera business as far as for safety is concerned. The two-way communication 
And the fact that it is connected with your ring app for those who have a ring um um smart home system, um, it is um it is priceless. And it's uh, I think there's like six dollars a month for LTE service where now you could actually monitor your car um from anywhere in the world uh for six bucks a month. Wow. And also have a Go ahead, Natchez. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, talk sorry. To, talking, talking to your, you know, your, your, your folks who, who you give access to that. So, um, today is the last day. It's on sale for one ninety nine. Uh, it comes out February fifteenth, and after today, it goes up to two forty nine. So, anyone might be interested. Yeah. Thank you so much for highlighting that. You know something? It's a, well, it sounds expensive, but it's a small price to pay when it comes to saving your life, the life of your partner, your loved ones, your children, friends. It's a small price to pay in the big scheme of things. We have to protect ourselves. Um, Sonette, I'm glad you're back in time. You may need to get one of those for your car, the, the ring cameras for your vehicle, because... Yeah. Oh, I I had a camera in my car. They stole it. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, you can't make stuff up. I had a camera in my car, my da a dash cam. I I think the ring camera may be something different. Um, but I'm not. I'll, I'll listen again. Um, I had a dashboard cam. My husband had bought me as a gift because he's like these people drive a little crazy. So I want you to have proof if someone hits your car that you're not at fault. And, and it, it was great. We would review videos and see things like, look what happened on the highway today or the freeway. I'd show him stuff. And he'd be like, geez, what's going on? Because you, you can download it and then watch videos. But someone, one of those people came and they broke my car and they, they stole my, ring, my, um, my dash cam. They've broken my car several times. I'm going to see if I can take a picture of what it is right now. Um, take a photo. Uh, okay, I have to flip it because I'm going to take a picture of my face. Uh, boom. I have a hole in the back. Of my, it's a small, this time they didn't break one of the big windows. It's just a small, tiny one at the back um, passenger side. So if you PTR, that's, that's my current situation. A TV um, glass. Yeah, so basically I'm trying to take the kid to school, not be late. And here we go. There's one homeless man right by the car, so she's a little bit anxious. She, you know, the unhoused people, they're not clean, and they have a lot of stuff with them. Right. So there's one digging through our recycling because garbage pickup day. There's a man digging through recycling. And so she's, like, being like, I don't, don't want to walk close to this man. I'm like, okay, no, you have to go. Go. And then as I get to the car, my car is broken. So we have to go around the side to get in the car on the traffic side, which I don't really like. And um, and and it's quick. And I have to clean some of the glass off the seat to put her in because I'm not going to be late or miss school. So right. she's in now. Um, drop off, School drop-off like, is like you moments. You know, you drive up, kid jumps out and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to hold up the line. I had to hold up the line a little bit this morning so I had to stop. Um, pass the bag to the to the attendant and then come around, open the door on my side, traffic side, block her, get her into the people hand and anybody goes, Okay, I understand. Of course you do. Of course you do. But yeah, so this is my morning. Have it's gonna be a wonderful day. I need to um I need to go find the people I've been calling. They've took my car three times so far, so they'll get a call and say, Oh hey Sonette, how you doing? And they'll come and fix this window and they'll pay another $150 maybe, and that would be the rest of my day. You need some, um, what you call it, proof, shatterproof glass that cannot be broken into. Oh, ooh, yeah, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry that you have to go through this again because I don't think it has been six months. 
I think you're right. It hasn't been six months. I I, I have the receipt. I'll find the receipt because I remember I, I paid two forty two forty the last time because it was a larger window. But this is just a tiny one, so I don't know if it'll be. I don't know what it costs per. But they have them all set up. They only have one set price to fix them, which includes the work because they do it so frequently in San Francisco. Wow. It's like it's a constant thing. There's a, if you ever go on go on on Instagram and um, look up the word bipping, B-I-P-P-Y-I-N-G. It's like the hashtag bipping. Uh-huh. I just found out it's a new word that they use. They just drive up and bip your car and keep it moving. Okay, you said B-I-P-P-Y-I-N-G? Yeah. Okay, bipping. Hashtag bipping. And you'll see it all over Oakland, all over San Francisco. They just oh, drive wow. up, bip your car, and keep it moving. It's ridiculous. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, so I looked it up. It's in the Urban Dictionary. I looked it up on um, Google. Um, bipping, bipper, someone who robs or kills people with a gun, preferably. Okay. For, thank you for because well, I, I didn't know that word. And But it, from in here, in this, in, in, in San Francisco, it's in Lexicon, it's not really killing people. It's really just breaking into the car. So right. th- that, that's an interesting definition that I did not know. Oh, but, it's here too. Hey. It's here too. I scroll down. They have quite a few um, examples. So bip uh, is, the, is a verb or noun. Uh, bip the verb to break into a car. And then you have bip the tool, which is the noun, which is used to break into a car. So it's there too on the urbandictionary.com. You taught me something new today, Sonet. Sorry it had to be through that experience. But um it's it's okay. You see, I'm all right. I'm okay. As long as you're okay. We are safe, no one is injured, nothing was stolen. They did they 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 broke the window and then they pull up the little um, button at the back seat so they can check out what's in in the in the in the hatchback. Because I have a cover over my um, over my trunk. That's the word, trunk. And um, they didn't see anything. Or I took a, a really cursory glance because I was running late. So I didn't do a good investigation yet. But so they, they checked. I don't think they saw anything. So they didn't break another window to actually get in there. They did a quick. This was their cursory look. Like, let's take a peek and see what's in this car. <laughs> Ain't nothing in there. Oh, boy. The inconvenience and the, oh, you know what? Yeah, thank you so much for sharing us and that. And thank you to everyone, but protect yourselves, folks. Okay, next story real quick, goodnewsnetwork.org. Thank you for this one, Javette. I know Javette is, um, she had to dip out. But uh, yeah, she sent this one over. I didn't know there was a website called goodnewsnetwork.org because every now and again, we need some positive news, right? I try to find some good stories, but I'm not always successful. <laughs> we we have to be careful what we fill our head with all the time because it can make us a little angry and we don't want to be in a constant state of being angry. So Brave Bessie gets her likeness on New Barbie as Mattel honors the first black female pilot. Interesting. Uh, a brave young black woman who became a pilot in the 1920s and even walked on the wings of airplanes has become the latest hero to be honored in the Barbie doll series featuring inspiring women. Known for her daring adventures as a brainstorming stunt flyer, Bessie Coleman broke new ground in the field of aviation. She also inspired generations of black, Native American, and 
female pilots. Despite facing racial and gender discrimination, Bessie Coleman became the first black and Native American uh, female aviator. She also became the first black person to earn an international pilot's license. She had to go all the way to France to get the license because there were no pilot training opportunities for black women in the U.S. at the time. The brave Bessie doll was sculpted to her likeness and, a, and dons a traditional olive green aviator suit, including a cap with her initials B.C. It was great to learn more about such a daring, wonderful woman who was ahead of her time, said the doll's packaging designer Priscilla Barra. Bessie's great niece, Gigi Coleman, teamed up with Mattel to make the Barbie, keeping Bessie's legacy alive has always been a labor of love for my family. We hope through this doll, more people will discover Bess's story and be inspired. She grew up in Atlanta, Texas. Didn't know there was a town or city called Atlanta in Texas. Uh, she was born January 26, 1892. She used to help her mom pick cotton to earn money, but she wanted to attend college and after she could only afford one semester, she heard that women in France had more rights and could even fly planes. At the age of 29, she sailed to France, enrolled in a flight school, and received her international pilot's license on June 15, 1921. She returned to the U.S. and amazed crowds with stunts that earned her the nickname Brave Bessie. In 1922, she became the first African-American woman to stage a public flight and continued to make a living showing off her brainstorming tricks. Awesome. Unfortunately, she died in 1926 at the age of 34, died doing what she loved. She died in a plane accident. However, the designers of the new Barbie released this month hope to raise her status as an American icon to new heights share that story it's the first time i was hearing about her her name again is the brave she's known as the brave bessie doll issued by uh, mattel as a barbie doll but yeah mm. bessie i was Cole. just gonna say it was her birthday it was just her birthday last week yes. last thursday yes like yeah, she, um, there's a book I got from my kid. It's called um, Little Woman. Um, oh, my God. Vanya Bashti. Okay, I'll have to send it to you. I'm sorry. I'm misremembering her name. She wrote a book about little heroes. So she made she, she drew the images to make them look like children, but with their adult faces and the bodies and the costume that they'd wear. So there's a whole bunch of them, and Bessie Coleman is one of the, the women who's identified in the book. So it's a really cute book, and that's why that's how I learned about her um, in, a, in a children's book, which is interesting. Wow. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of other women who are just like fantastic. And Good News Network is really fun. It's on YouTube. I watch it. It stars that guy, John Krasanik. I'm saying his last name wrong. He is an actor who used to be in... Um, uh, darn it! This is—he's sh- an actor, mm-hmm. and he's married to another actor. Whatever. I'm doing. And never mind. I'm being terrible. I can't remember her name right now. But <laughs> okay. Good News Network on YouTube. I've watched it a few times. They have the cute. They, that is their focus to try to bring out good stories in the news, and it's just really, really nice. Awesome. So thank you, Sonette, because I, I I do appreciate Javette sending this over. 
because I'm going to see to see to it rather that it is one of the sites that I go to every day to find some positive news, some good news to teach people, <laughs> especially in Florida. Now that um, CRT is out the window and teachers can possibly go to jail, um, <laughs> charged with, with third degree felony for teaching anything black American. So um, I thank, I definitely thank Javed and thank you, Sunet, for reiterating the information. I am going to see to it that I go to it daily. We have to teach our children and teach each other because I didn't know, we're never too old to learn, teach each other about those who um, did awesome things within this country. Go right ahead, uh, James. Yeah, this is this is why I love history because it's so fascinating because I don't know if you realize, but most of um, black success like in North America, the Caribbean, do you realize that a lot of them went to France? So France was like 150, 200 years ago were like more forward thinking in terms of women rights and black rights um, to education and all these type of things. Like there are people... The, 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 the Devon Nose guy, France is where he, he accumulated his wealth, right? And there, there are people in Canada, there are people in America who went to France back when it was illegal, especially doctors, to have education in North America. So it's, yeah, history is fascinating, man. That's why I love it. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. Yeah. Good news, indeed. And now it is time for Business and Tech News. First up, courtesy of CNN, some auto insurers are refusing to cover certain Hyundai and Kia models. Progressive and State Farm, two of America's largest auto insurers, are refusing to write policies in certain cities for some older Hyundai and Kia models that have been deemed too easy to steal, and that's according to the companies. Several reports say the companies have stopped offering insurance on these vehicles in cities that include Denver, Colorado and St. Louis, Missouri. The insurance companies did not tell CNN which cities or states were involved. The Highway Loss Data Institute released insurance claims data last September that confirmed what various social media accounts had been saying. Some 2015 through 2019 Hyundai and Kia models are roughly twice as likely to be stolen as other vehicles of similar age because many of them lack some of the basic auto theft prevention tech included in most other vehicles in those years. And that's according to the HLDI. Specifically, these SUVs and cars do not have electronic immobilizers. Electronic mobilizers rely on a computer chip in the car and another in the key that communicate to confirm that the key 
really belongs to that vehicle. Without the right key, an immobilizer should do just that. Stop the car from moving. Immobilizers were standard equipment on 96% of vehicles sold for the 2015 to 2019 model years, according to the HLDI. But only 26% of Hyundai's and Kia's had them at the time. Vehicles that have push-button start systems rather than relying on metal keys that must be inserted or turned have immobilizers but not all models with turnkey ignitions do i did not know that people were stealing those cars wow yeah all over youtube and social media them call themselves kia something or another um some bunch of young kids are just uh, steal people um kia and high on their cars and yeah. the stunts and stuff like that. So, yeah, wow. it's about, about hashtag Kia something. I don't remember the exact name. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, the model from last year. Well, from last year, I'm going cross it still. Yeah, so I'm going hard. But even with the key thing, the smart key, didn't you talk about this? That, they, have, they have this device. If you have the, your smart key at the front of your house, they have this device where they go to the front of the house where they normally think they have your, your key and it copied and then transfer the data to the whatever them have so that we can get into your vehicle so it doesn't matter if it's a car or not but they have some kind of device forget exactly what, some kind of device that copy the, the your key frequency i guess <laughs> uh where you have in your house and then them have like this other device to just trick the car for making things oh the actual key this and then just jump in it pull your vehicle jump in it and go about them business so yeah yeah, I'm gonna go out over you. Wow. Um, Gili, th thank you, Afo. Gili, thank you for putting it in the chat. Kia boys, go ahead. Oh, Kia go boys. Yeah, go ahead, Teflon. Yeah, you see, um, in in London, there's there's a there's a big wave of um, people hacking Range Rovers. Um, I don't know if that, that's happening in America, but they, yeah, they they come to your they come near your house. It doesn't even have to be near your doors. Um, it doesn't even have to be at the front door. It could be any, anywhere in the house. Um, they can track the key anywhere in the house and they can clone the clone it on their system and then they're able to start the car. So there's loads of Range Rovers. Like every Range every person that's had a Range Rover in my area has had it stolen. My friend, five of my friends here, yeah, they've had their... Wow. So they're stealing Range Rovers. Their car's stolen, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost you yeah, there same. for a second, Teflon. So I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's so, ridiculous. So, so, so you're telling me that they don't need. They can just come close to your home, close enough, and they are able to capture data to clone your key. Yep. Yeah. You're in the matrix, Afo. You're in the matrix, Afo. You're in the matrix. You're in the matrix, Afo. Hey, but moment, you know, you know what's interesting <laughs> is that I saw a YouTube video years ago. Finest. Hold, Afo, hold on, hold on a second, James. Afo, you're gonna have to mute because you're in the matrix and the feedback is killing my air. Hold on a second, James. I think Teflon was still saying something, and then we'll go to you, and then we'll see if Afo is available. Go ahead, Teflon. No, I was. Is it me? I was just wondering. Okay. I'm, I'm a bit baffled. What? 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 what?
why aren't these car companies doing, doing something about it? Like they're clearly there's a they're clearly aware that there's a problem and they're still not doing it. There's so many cars. It's not it's not just Range Rovers, but Range Rovers is like the main is the main um, uh, make that's actually having this issue. But why can't they do something about it? Like safe. I don't know, maybe encrypt the keys properly. I don't know. I don't know what they need to do, but I, I just find it very weird. I find it very weird. Yeah, probably they want their sales to go up. Who is to tell? You know, you never know, Teflon. Hmm. Is that everyone else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ho- yes, about Hold on a second. Uh, James, was it you? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And then we yeah, go so back no. to Afo. Yeah, so what I was saying is that, yeah, the, the car companies are making it easier for your car, for people to steal your car, because I saw this YouTube video years ago and decided to try it, and it worked. What you can do, like, say, like, for example, my, my wife and I, like, we have a car, we have two car keys, right? If I'm at work and she's at home and she can't find her car key, all I have to do is to tell her to go in the car and to go at the car door and, and, and to put the cell phone next to the sensor and I put my car key next to it and it opens the door and it start the car. So the, 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 the cell phone can transmit whatever on the car key, the remote, the remote key, and she can start the car without her key at home. So that's how, you know, they have the sensor thing now that they walk up to your house and they put it at the door and if your key, it picks up your key and they're able to start your car. So, yeah, I think they're they're deliberately making it easy for your car because with technology, I don't know how they, they manage to make it so easy right, right. For, for your car to be stolen, you know? Yeah. Thank you, James. Go ahead, Afo. Yeah. Um, well, okay, I'm putting the car keys, you know, like, yeah. Um, you see, remember, I think I'm going to tell when um, Javid is somebody um, stole Yes, the, yes, the asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can them have the, the same um, um, thing or make the, uh, the the cars them, uh, the RFID blocker, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They will have the box where you can put the car keys in it. So if somebody try that, it actually block it, and they won't get nothing. Also, our car keys are well, Mazda. Our car keys have sleeper mode, so we always well, we do it because it save battery life, but they can kind of deactivate the key in our way. You know what I mean? So we we'll just put it in a sleeper mode for save the battery life since we're on the road and stuff like that. But if we're at home, do the same thing or just get an RFID box and just put a car key in it so it kind of block it. You know what I mean? So right. that helps as well. Thank and don't you. just leave it at the, 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 the council table yes, near the door console. that I live in the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put it, bring a key in your room and still put it in a, the, the box, the RFID box, so that uh, for protect it from data transfer and stuff like that. Thank you for sharing that, Afo, because I was going to ask the question, you know, I didn't know you were going to say that, but I was going to ask the question, is there something like a safe that we could put our car keys in that would intercept? So again, it's similar to the RFID for your wallets. Thank you, Afo, for highlighting. Um, So let me ask the question, would it work if you have a safe at home? Would it work if you were to put your keys inside your safe? Or it has to be in the RFID um, box because I'm not sure that I'm doing some of our research, Cheyenne. You know, and I could DIY thing there. Yeah. yeah. So if okay. you have a safe, put, put your key in it. Oh, no, no never mind. <laughs> 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 yeah, you found the difference. 
Okay. Just right now, yeah, just use the, the, the RFID box for right now. Okay, that makes sense. So, folks, protect yourselves, protect your assets. Um, but here's the thing that is a concern to me. Your vehicle needs to be insured to be able to go on the road. So this sounds to me like a deliberate plan between the maker and the insurance company for you to have to put yourself in debt unnecessarily. This sounds to me like a plan to push up sales, car sales, because if I have a vehicle, I can't put it on the road without insurance. Well, you can, but you ought not to because we know the repercussions. You can't get a tag unless you have insurance. You can't get a tag for your car unless insurance is on your vehicle. So I don't think they should, um, what you call it, insurance companies should be allowed to not insure vehicles. I, I think that's gross injustice to the... Um, yeah. The car thief in business is big enough. I went in for the series and they must show some of the car will get stolen here in the US and then find a car in a Nigeria. You know? Huh? All in Africa. Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, the car thing, a big business. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> big business. So, oh, uh, people just, uh, uh, just lazy people, cruff, uh, you know, sorry. Sorry. Lazy people. Yeah. So, lazy people don't want to work. You know what I mean? Who just want a, a, some quick dollars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the thing. You know what I mean? So anything them can take and sell to make some quick money, uh, yeah, they're gonna deal with it. You know what I mean? And maybe some of them insure. I mean, well, there has been reports where some insurance companies in on some of them car theft stuff there, and you know what I mean? Them get catch and shut down and all kind of stuff, and who go to jail? You know what I mean? And who get so? But you know, it, it can be some of that too, as well as. I want to take care for transport to overseas, that woman car, you know what wow. I mean? Yeah. yeah, all the way to Africa, not Nigeria, fine our car. You know, you know something, I mean? Afa, so, that, that may be the case that, um, that may be the case um, with those Range Rovers in in the UK Teflon. Hmm. Probably those Range Rovers are going overseas. Never it happens tell. here two moments. <laughs> it happens here too, like, there, there's this news you know, like how oh, they have these investigative journalism on, on TV now, so there, there's this news crew that um, um, a young man car was, like, I think it was a Honda that was stolen in Toronto, but the person had, like, a tracking device on it, and they were able to track it, and they deliberately didn't um, do anything. They just watch it and watch the movement, and when it was leaving the country, and it ended up in Nigeria. So the news crew went to Nigeria, went on the lot that the car was and they were recording the car and they were talking to the, the owner and saying to the owner do you know that this car is from toronto and it was so funny so yeah a lot of these cars and i said to someone most time like when you if you go like to jamaica or if you go to other countries and you see like the cars that are the opposite side of the road like the the, the, the steering wheel chances are they are stolen like, you want to be careful you, with that statement, James, because a lot of people do import their no, cars. Legally. No, I know, I know, yeah. but but sometimes no, but a lot of these cars go to the Caribbean and go to to things. So like, and that's what I'm saying. Like some that like people don't say most. You want to yeah, says some, but don't say most. Some of them, yeah, yeah some of them. But some. people personally ship back their car, but a lot of these cars because um, they they um 
car companies don't bring in like right hand driving, left hand drive like unless you personally ship back your car right then right. you know there's a huge black market in in these countries and they're just finding out that because they're tracking them now so yeah very interesting yeah yeah we we, we don't want to say all because then people are going to look at everybody with a um left hand drive vehicle and think oh well that must be a stolen vehicle so we want to be careful that, you know, it's been putting blanket statements out there. Don't want to um, have anyone feel as though they're being targeted by anybody else. All right. But thank you. Thank you, everyone. Let me just check the chat. Um, So Chief has put in the chat, please check it, an item that is available on Amazon that we could access, acquire to protect ourselves. Check that out. Uh, Chief says he uses it when it, his um, cell is in his pocket. Donald put in the chat, insurance is in the business of taking your money and trying as much as possible not to pay out any. Don't we know that, Donald? One has insurance for years, never file a claim, but the minute you file a claim, they want to recover everything they just pay you plus increase your premium. It is a ripoff. They are scammers, if you ask me, Donald. A lot of corporate um yeah they're in big in the scamming business they're just allowed to do it to us legally all right it's time for us to get to the health and uh, science segment uh this story we highlighted we, we brought up the headline last week but um i wasn't able to get to the story so let's go ahead and cover it because it impacts a lot of us women and uh young ladies young girls because we are taking our children to get manicures and pedicures uh, this story, courtesy of CNN Health, radiation. Uh, yes, Afo, you keep opening your mic. Yeah. Uh, sorry, boy. Real quick. Yeah, just uh, add to it. Um, um, uh, chief, with us, uh, with the RF, RFID thing. So they have RFID, RFID underwear now. Um, so you can put on. <laughs> yeah, because them said the cell phone when you put in your pocket and the radiation. You know, what I mean, it can be very, very damaging. And so they have RFID boxes for men. And I guess female as well, underwear garments, so you can put on and it helps block um, that radiation from, you know, missing a bit of the genitals and stuff like that. All right, thank you, Alpha. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can now also protect your assets, okay? <laughs> so, CNN is reporting, CNN Health is reporting, radiation from nail dryers may damage DNA and cause cancer-causing mutations in human cells. And that's according to a new study. And you might have been wondering whether your regular gel mani-pedi is worth the risk. Some dermatologists say the findings in a study published January 17 in the journal Nature Communications aren't new. When it comes to concerns about ultraviolet or uv light from any source in fact the results reaffirm the reason why some dermatologists have changed the way they get their gel manicures or have stopped getting them all together so now i have to go do cancer screening because i put gel on my toes and on my fingers okay the findings contribute to data already published regarding the harmful effects of ultraviolet radiation and show direct cell death and damage to tissue that can lead to skin cancer. Tanning beds are listed as carcinogenic and UV nail lamps are mini tanning beds for your nails in order to cure the gel nail. A form of electromagnetic radiation, 
uh, the ultraviolet light has a wavelength ranging from 10 to 400 nanometers, according to the UCAR Center for Science Education. Uh, ultraviolet A light, uh, which is 315 to 400 nanometers, found in sunlight, penetrates the skin more deeply and is commonly used in UV nail dryers. So, ladies, we're going to have to <sighs> try something else. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not happy with this. Because when you get just the regular polish, your nails do strip really quickly, really easily. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Always something. In our next story, oil refineries release lots of water pollution near communities of color. Data is showing, according to NPR.org. Oil refineries release billions of pounds of pollution annually into waterways. And that pollution disproportionately affects people of color. That's according to a new analysis of Environmental Protection Agency regulatory data. Oh, we didn't need you all to tell us that. The pollution includes heavy metals, nitrogen, and other compounds that can kill aquatic animals, feed harmful harmful sorry algae, and make waterways dangerous for humans to fish in, swim in, or even touch. The pollution affects communities across the country, but is especially con concentrated along the Gulf Coast in California and near Chicago. The new findings underscore health and environmental dangers across fossil fuel operations from the wellhead to pipelines, refineries and consumer use. The report was published by the Environmental Integrity Project, an independent watchdog group that routinely analyzes public data collected by the EPA. What can be done to curb this? What can be done to see to it that oil refineries are not releasing it. I'm not asking for the minimizing. I'm asking for the stopping of this pollution that unfortunately is affecting communities of color. Has been going on. Have they fixed the Flint water issue yet? Has nope. Not fixed. Okay. But there was taking place in uh, Louisiana. Yeah. So they're allowed to continue to do this. And it's always communities of color or low-income communities that are affected. Who remembers that cartoon back in the day with the um, people that lived close to a plant and everybody had some um, handicap or disfigurement, their one eye? What was the name of that cartoon? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember. It was in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was in the 90s. I used to watch it. There was this community. They were close to an elect electromagnetic field. You know where they have these high power lines? Oh my gosh, it will come back to me. But yeah. And they're saying that most of the population in the U.S. happens near communities of color. Go ahead, Teflon, go ahead. The, the Simpsons. No, not the Simpsons. <laughs> it's another one that came out in the 90s. I remember it because my first son, born in the 90s, and I used to watch it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can't remember. Go ahead, Afo. I know you opened your mic. Oh, yeah. We say them always have It's like them people watching these, these researches, them, them just. 
what, like, them all live now, I don't know, like, them live now a different time from what we live now. Because them all are couple things that people already know. Oh, so, new research, but we already know it already. People come for the news that talk about it. You have the Flint water, you have a whole heap other places throughout years, decades. Even right now in Louisiana, we mentioned a while ago, um, this area where the mouse, I forgot what them, if it's, a, I'm trying to remember if it was a dumping site or some kind of plant and the, the smoke where I come from. The, the, the plant, the, the big, uh, whatever they want, where the smoke come from, it affect the people. Most of the black people live in the area still. And it it affect them, it damage them skin because when the breeze blew up, it bring it to the, towards the community and it damage the people them skin and people can also cancer kind of things. So it's like them people are just living in some different time zone from where or something. New research, that's not new, that's nothing new. That's why you said, you never need nobody to tell with that. Like, come on, yo. Right. Yeah. It's just. One day, one day, one day. Uh, Surgeon General warns that 13 is too early to join social media. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy believes 13 years of age is just too early to join social media. Nowadays, social media platforms like uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter have allowed users to register as long as they're at least 13 years old. According to Murthy, this may result in adolescents having a distorted sense of who they are throughout critical development years. I personally, based on the data I've seen, believe that 13 is too early, he told CNN. It is a time where it is really important for us to be thoughtful about what is going into how they think about their own self-worth and their relationships and the skewed and often distorted environment of social media often does a disservice to many of those children. Teenagers who use social media will become hypersensitive as adults, Murthy suggested. Medical professionals are quite concerned about teenagers' use of social media because of studies that show a connection between social media and youth depression. Given these platforms' rising popularity among pairs, Murthy is aware that it will be difficult to keep children off them, but he thinks parents should maintain their stance in order to protect their children. I think we have said that here before, that at the end of the day, the parents are the ones who have to intercede. The parents are the ones who have to monitor what their children are exposed to. I think we've made that clear. And we are not pediatricians. <laughs> in sports news, Patrick Holmes and um, what's his name? Jalen Hurts to be the first black quarterbacks to face off at the Super Bowl. The matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles will be the first in Super Bowl history to feature two black starting quarterbacks as Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts bent to lead their teams to glory on the biggest stage of all. Black quarterbacks have featured and won the Super Bowl in the past, but never has there been two black QBs starting for each side all right interesting let's see who 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 is everyone voting for i'm not rooting for anyone i'm not gonna lie not rooting for anyone don't care the only thing i want to see is the halftime show 
I want to see Riri. Anybody else performing? It's just Riri. Anybody else performing? Or it's just Riri. Okay. I think it's just her. She might bring special guests, but I think it's just her. Uh, you would know, right, Marlon? <laughs> mm. I think she's going to bring her elephant, man. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Wouldn't be really good if them do, if you should do that, yes. <laughs> Might bring in a Caribbean flavor. Let's see. I'm I'm here for Riri. I mean, for me, the halftime show is never really enough. You know, it needs to be a little longer. But let's see. Let's see what how how that goes down. All right, we're just gonna go ahead and jump into believe it or not stories. Uh, we have a few of those. Let me just go ahead and pull them up. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> woman who claimed to have cancer arrested for theft because she received over $37,000 in donations. Everybody's scamming. Story courtesy of WSVN. A 19-year-old Iowa woman is going viral for the wrong reasons. Madison Russo allegedly stole over $37,303 from more than 439 donors. According to police, she made false claims that she suffered from acute lymphoblastic leukemia, stage 2 pancreatic cancer, and a tumor the size of a football that wrapped around her spine. Russo shared her story publicly, not only on social media and on a GoFundMe page, but was also highlighted in the North Scott Press newspaper, where she shared the story of her cancer journey. She had also openly discussed her cancer journey as a guest speaker at St. Ambrose University, the National Pancreatic Foundation in Chicago, and at a podcast for Project Purple Online. Witnesses who have medical experience, who also wish to remain anonymous, sat with the investigating officer on January 11 and pointed out many medical discrepancies found on her pictures posted on her social media sites. It was discovered through investigation that separate and apart from the medical discrepancies and from the GoFundMe page, Madison accepted private donations from other businesses, nonprofit organizations, school districts, and private citizens. Authorities said that during the investigation, subpoenas for medical records were obtained where it showed that Madison had never been diagnosed with any kind of cancer or tumor from any medical facilities within the Quad Cities or surrounding cities. Russo was released from Scott County Jail on a $10,000 bond and is set to appear in court for her arraignment on February 23. She was arrested uh, for theft by means of deception, which is a Class C felony. Why would you wish evil on yourself, young lady? Now, you're making it hard for those people who are genuinely in need of financial help. Don't do that. Don't do that. And here's another one. A Holocaust survivor swindled out of his life savings by a woman he met on a dating website. Prosecutors allege story also well, courtesy of CNN via WSVN. A Holocaust survivor, uh, Peaches Sterjo, 
was his um, abuser, who is a Peaches, a 36-year-old woman, also known as Alice, was arrested last Wednesday on one count of wire fraud for allegedly duping an 87-year-old man. Wow. Out of $2.8 million that she used to buy Rolex watches, a boat, and other luxury items. That's according to U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District of New York when in his announcement on you know what last week 2.8 million dollars then um to the 87 year old man he didn't see something was off or was he so glad for the attention that she gave him you know they have a saying you carry a fool you take him further but let me ask a question did she really dupe him out because if i were to meet one of you online and I'm telling you about my financial situation. Oh, I need a car because my car is not working. Oh, I need to put on a new roof because my house is leaking. Oh, I need to go to the doctor and I don't have insurance. And you, one of you men or all of you men decide, you know what? I'm going to send her money. Am I really duping you out of money? Also, look at the woman. You just made suggestions. though how am i swindling you if i'm telling you my needs and my wants and you want to empty your pocket now what i do with the money after that is not your concern i don't think she's duping anybody i, I mean tell me if i'm wrong i don't know you're not wrong what's what wrong you know that well it's your life still but if you don't know if you can't if you give this person money just yeah some money oh yeah what you say roof Simonia, Simonia, take money, take money, my have it, take it. When you just see the problem, you're just dumb. I just lose the money and call it a day. But I feel like because it's what, maybe a Holocaust survivor and all that, you know, them something to go already. So, yeah, justice have to bring forward, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're saying, the Federal Trade Commission is saying that losses from romance scams hit a record. 547 million dollars in 2021 more than six times the 87 million dollars lost in 26 in 2017 and the aarp has issued a warning to members to be on the lookout for romance scams which it said has hit the elderly community well the old people then well, how about you tell these old people to stop messing with young people then stop seeking attention from young people because which young girl want an old man besides for the, the sake of money? Let's be real about it. No woman never want a man. Period. If it's her age, if him not have her money. So what you said these old people? They're in it for the money. They're not new. But he, and get, you know something? She ain't scamming him because she's giving him time. Telling him all the things he want to hear. Making him feel good. It's like going to the strip club. When you go to the strip, and I've seen old men in the strip club. I've seen men in wheelchairs who can't walk. They have their electric, the electric wheelchair. I've seen them in, in the strip club. Let me not call names in the strip club. Where they have to use their hand to, you know. They, they, yeah. They're there. So you're going to say that the stripper is wrong for taking money from them? No, boo. Mm -mm. 
You sought me out. I gave you my time, my attention. My time is money. Stripper is not taking $2 million your moments. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. James, there was so much money them go on with when them, them ready. A garbage bag full of ones. Uh, stay there. Every, every dollar make a, a, a muckle. <laughs> so, is she truly a swindler? I don't think so. He should have had the common sense. A dog his age ain't no pup. And clearly, he likes spending money on young women. I'm sure she's not the first one who gave him attention, probably sent in some pics. Now, if I'm going to send you pics of my body parts, I need to be paid for it. Now, what you choose to give me, that's on you, boo, but I'm taking it. Sorry. So, so moments, if it's the other way around, that's okay too? What do you mean? No, because a lot of women, it like according to what's going on, it, it's almost like 50-50. A lot of older women get caught up in these stuff too, like young young guys. Cause I, I, I know that. someone I know someone someone here that lost something like twenty thousand dollars. And and you know, people were trying to warn her and she, she didn't want to hear, she just feel like she's in love. And she lost like twenty thousand dollars from this one guy. So well that's on that's her, okay James. <laughs> that's on her. Shame on her. Because if I am in my sixties, seventies, eighties. And I like the attention I'm getting from young men. And I'm giving them money. They have not swindled me. I'm the idiot but giving them the money. I should realize that this is going nowhere. I should be the one to say, you know something, I'm not going to give them a dollar. I mean, come on. So let me ask the question. Let me bring it to, to Clubhouse. So when we give money via cash app, to folks on Clubhouse. Should we stop then? Aren't we paying them for their time? We enjoy what they're doing. We enjoy what they're doing. What Do we have a say in what they do with the money? No. They're providing entertainment. We are contributing because of their time and their talent. They're not doing anything wrong. Likewise, she ain't doing anything wrong. So then let's turn to OnlyFans, which I need to go open my own. I seriously have to open this OnlyFans account because things are get grimy around here. When the eggs them gone up and then this chicken farm burn out. Marlon, stop her now, Marlon. Stop her now, Marlon. Wait, wait, wait. Put up on the ear, man. Put up on the ear. Stop her, Marlon. Say something. Let me get that right. You're trying to open OnlyFans account to buy eggs? Oh, it'll come like that, yeah. Put chicken in a, in a, in a garment and then something with it. I watch the chicken lay an egg. <laughs> Donald, don't you see the price of eggs? <laughs> Wait, moments I missed it. What did you say? Hold on, I'm sorry. I need to, I really need I'm to. Oh, solo, step in, come on, and ask nothing. I, I, I didn't hear what you said. How you know, said Marla, that egg comes to Because guess what? I, yeah, have to, I have to feed my husband and four boys, plus I gotta eat. Chickens are I'm going up. Soon. Yeah, um, soon. yeah, chickens are the price of eggs going up. Um, thousands of chickens just died because a chicken farm got burnt out. So you know eggs are gonna be even more scarce. So the price gonna go up even more. Um, I I need to be able to feed my family right now. 
you know, Marlon and I are having a conversation. I'm saying to Marlon, you know, there's some guys on, on, on Instagram who are looking for a woman. And you, do you mind me Jesus. taking on a sad man? He's oh, like, babe, Jesus. we need the money. So Jesus. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're going to say, you're going to start reading your top moments because they say silence. You know, when you say silence, mean, you know what I mean? They're involved in it, you know. And I'm not going to come and find Mike. But if you can come and find Mike and talk about Riri and Super Bowl. I, I can't. Um, right. No, no. Once the beans, once the beans, 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 it is what it is in this family. It's all about the bottom line. I know you're not proud of me right now, but it is what it is in this society right now. We got to do what we got to do. <laughs> Don't judge us. Don't judge Don't us. Don't judge. Don't judge. Just come and enjoy the blessings my time. That's oh, all. Oh, gosh. Go ahead, Dre. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, Dre. Oh. oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 I touched my mic by mistake. But... Yeah, all right, all right, um, pink daddy Marlon. <laughs> Where my money at? <laughs> Where my money at? Exactly. <laughs> he the new but dollar Marlon, bill. Do you remember when Marlon used to treat me like that? Yes. Where my money? Okay, Where my money at? Go. Oh yeah. I'm gonna pimp you for the night. Yes, Marlon used to treat me like that. So oh, don't think it's a joke. Marlon will. Marlon doesn't care. That's why he's not unmuting. <laughs> Come on, silence me. Even agree on this one. I really think I'm gonna talk about that something for real. Don't, don't judge me and what if i what if i'm able to go on OnlyFans, make a ton of money and you know i hope all of y'all have cash app and i can say um you know rosola sonet chili chief afro james dre jocelyn donald teflon sin tasha Geely, mk y'all check your accounts that's a lot of fans moments that's a lot of fans <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, what if I'm able to break y'all off a thousand dollars a week? Oh, y'all gonna have a problem with that? <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is, let this woman be. She gotta make a living, and she was able to buy a boat. <laughs> I hope she turned it into a business. That I wouldn't have taken that money and bought Rolex watches. And damn it, I'm a fight. I hope she win. I, she was arrested. She has him in charge, but I hope she wins because quite frankly, she hasn't done a damn thing wrong. Now, if it was a case where she um, got access to his funds illegally, that would be different. He sent her the money. Oh, she even used the money to buy a home in a, in a gated community and a condominium. So yes, she put it in some um, real estate girl yes girl she bought gold and silver bars that's right girl mm -hmm. and of course she took some trips she had to travel she bought some jewelry she bought designer clothing she bought a corvette ain't nothing wrong with that girl gotta be rolling up looking good um you know what when you get out sturgeo i hope they release you on bail okay hold on hold on it gets nicer hold on so let me tell you what she did uh sturgeo fed the victim continuous lies to receive almost monthly checks often in increments of fifty thousand dollars but this is what she did wrong and here's where they're gonna catch her this is what she did wrong uh by 
hold on, I just missed it. Okay, here it is. She impersonated a bank employee, sent fake invoices, and created a phony email account to reassure the victim that he would be repaid if he continued to deposit money into the account, according to the indictment. That's where she went wrong. She should have just asked for the money to do these things and keep it moving. That's, yeah, that's, where, she, yeah, that's where they're going to catch her. Because apart from that, if she didn't make up all of that, she would have been okay in my books. <laughs> but that's yeah, other than that, she has a very high return on her investment. She's a <laughs> consultant. She gave me time and she invested money well. <laughs> But moments, yeah. Yeah, laugh about the chicken thing. I really think you know, they have our only fan page, but with somebody just with the chicken in a lingerie, you know, and they make millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, they have some weirdos out there, man, like some weird people out there. Trust me, uh, they make millions of dollars by just dressing up chicken in a lingerie uh, and, and I bring it real kitty in and I live lavish lifestyle just because the chicken have on lingerie. So, I really think, man, right now, for me, a person say a wild fall, watch me on him, man. <laughs> Listen, I hear to judge nobody with them only fans because people have to eat. People, who was it? Um, somebody opened up an only fans account, and within a week she made five hundred thousand dollars. Y'all sleeping? I'm sorry. Judge me all you want, but my bills will be paid. I don't care. So listen to this fool. Uh, a woman. <laughs> I'm sure y'all heard about this one already, but a woman has been arrested or was arrested for enrolling as a New Jersey high school student. Story courtesy of BBC News. A 29-year-old woman was arrested in New Jersey for allegedly posing as a high school student. The woman, identified by police as he Hai Jiang Chin, she's Asian, but you know something, she could get away with it. Have you seen um these bots, sex bots, I want to call them, that will be liking your um posts on Instagram and they will be following you on TikTok? I have blocked so many of them. It's a, re I think I have blocked over, I want to say at least over 250 of them so far. They keep liking your stories, right? And when you click on, one day I was like, no, I got to click. They have these young faces. Block. You ain't going to play with me. Block, 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 block. But it's easy for them to get away with looking like a high schooler. These um, little Asian women. And they're, they have small frames and they're short, some of them. Anyway, she attended the school for four days. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the school she attended was the New Brunswick High School. She attended the school for four days before staff found out her age. School officials said police are investigating the matter and a review of the district's enrollment process will be conducted. Uh, how did she, did she not have to show um, ID? She's actually, how old did they say she is? Yeah, um, what did they say? What did I say her age was? Did I say though? 29 yeah 29 29 <clears throat> and then there's a man who did this um at a high school in glasgow uh he claimed to be 17 years old from canada he did this back in 1993 when he was 30 years old yeah 
And he was exposed a year later when he was a student at the Dundee University Medical School. Wow. These people are... When a kid, in, a kid from the school says, and she registered as a freshman. She didn't look like a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. Do better. Don't go to high school. You can, if you need to get your high school diploma... You can go online. Just make sure you find a legal one um, school. You can get it in a couple of months. Or go sign up at um, some center and get your high school diploma. Don't do this. Don't do this. But did it say why she went to high school? Let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see. Oh, no. No, they're trying to find yeah. out more information about her. But interestingly... They're saying here in this story, Sunette, that New Jersey state laws allow for a student to be enrolled in school even without a guardian or without all the required paperwork. How is that possible? It's hard sometimes for parents to get everything together. I don't know. I'm... I'm, I'm trying to find a silver lining someplace i don't know why it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense yeah how can you not because well for me you have to show up um this is weird this is weird you don't need a guardian they want to make sure that everyone has all the opportunities of being in school guardian or not i mean there you go Dre said it better than I was trying to say it. Absolutely. Because, you know, some, some parents, some parents have too much going on, like, right? I'm going to be, I'm going to spit on it. Some parents have so much going on, they don't have time to do this stuff. Like, it, it's unlikely that both parents are so busy they can't register their child and that a child will actually want to go to school because, my God, it's a fight most of the morning to get my kid out of the house to go to school. So I can't imagine... There's very few people who voluntarily want to go to school, but sometimes it, it can be like that. How many Latchkey kids? I'm reading this, this book right now about a woman who, um, she's like, I won't, I won't diverge too far, but her parent had, was a single parent, and so she had to, like, when, she, when the kid got sick with um, chicken pox or whatever, she couldn't go to work. And it was either not go to work for these, this week when my child is sick, and risk losing a job permanently because of the way things are. So I can see times like that when you you need when it's hard for parents. But I'm gonna shut up now. Okay. Fair and some enough. kids, some some children more responsible than the parents. That, that's and then, true. <laughs> yeah, and then you have kids that live don't have parents, live with the grandparents, and they have to be doing everything as a child, and oh, probably. Yeah. You know, especially America, which is like a big immigrant country, the grandparent probably can't even speak English. The child have to take that responsibility. So I, I could see why you could literally register to school without guardian. Yes, some kids have to take certain steps in your yeah. situation to get that, things done. That makes sense, um, Dre and Sonette, The way you have broken it down, now I can see through that lens. Okay. Makes makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, stick a pin. Did y'all hear what um DeSantis is doing now? Y'all haven't. Well, what do know? <laughs> more, more they know about the Biden thing. I think it's not doing. Video. 
what is, is it not doing what is it no he, what he's doing now is he has um i didn't even pin the story because i was like this is too much i'll do it another day but he now wants a list of all trans students in schools in florida sorry he want what he wants a list of all trans students going to school in florida damn could you do me a favor please please pretty please yes i love service he wants a list and, oh. all, and i heard nothing happened. okay he so wants he wants a list of all trans students going to school in florida yeah he wants that list sent to him what is his intention i don't know but he needs to slow his roll you don't have to agree with a person's lifestyle but let people be go ahead teflon i was just gonna say this is weird yeah he is ups you know they have a saying <laughs> When you are obsessed with something, overly obsessed, it could be a sign that you may have an interest. Yeah. And he is overly obsessed. Hold on, son. Let me put it in the um, let me put it in the chat for you. Oops. Uh, I can hear you now, but okay. it, it broke up. All right, hold on. So I don't know if his intention is to um, block them if you're in college, block you from getting um, financial aid. I don't know. I don't know if his intention is to try to block you from being able to attend school, whether elementary, middle, or high school. Not sure what his intention is, but he has an agenda. What the hell is he going to do with a list of the students who are trans? So what? Let's stay I mean, tuned. And how many violations can there be? I, I don't, ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. To me, it sounds as though you are going to block people from getting an education. Go, go. I think, was that you, Teflon? Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, what, not Teflon. Chili. Go ahead, Chili. <laughs> Why we can't hear you, Chili? Where are you? Oh, my accidentally. Oh, Chili, Chili, are you there? Oh, oh here he is. Go ahead now, Chili. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, it's just, he's just doing that for his presidential run. I don't really feel like he's trying to do anything against them, but it's just like how Trump used to do all this, like, outlandish stuff. He's just trying to get a response from it. I don't agree with these people and their lifestyle, but I don't think he's going to try to kick them out of school. I think he's just trying to use that for his election purposes. You know what I've, I um you might be right chili but you know what I fear that by doing that and how these extreme people can be how extreme folks can be you may be setting people up to be targeted you may be setting people up to be killed you got to be careful man you don't have to agree with a person's personal choices, but you don't have the right to play God. You don't like them? Ignore them. You don't like them? Avoid them. Leave people alone. 
HBCU apologizes for recruiting white football player who used N-word. After Marcus Stokes, a white football player, was caught in camera saying the N-word in a song, he lost his scholarship at the University of Florida. Okay, University of Florida. Okay, then after losing his scholarship, HBCU Albany State University offered him a position on the team. But if he uses the N-word at one school, why would you take him into another school? That is an HBCU. So when I tell him, you know what, I'm not saying nothing, you know, but yeah, no, no, I thought that's, that's the best thing to do, is just don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> uh, but hold on, did y'all hear the tape, the record, the, um, I think it's on, is it Instagram? Yes, yes, yes. You heard that one where he almost said the N-word? He didn't almost, he was singing a rap song and he went and he said the word. He didn't almost, he did it. But then at the, the school, you, um, is I think USF, so it says, uh, Florida said no we're, we're not giving this guy you can't come to our school no because you don't have no respect for people and then the HBCU offered him a spot yep. I was like what mm -hmm. the hell so I'm like wait are you trying what are you trying to do are you going to like teach him how to properly accept black people is that your plan that was dumb <laughs> that was dumb but the report was on it was on Instagram and then someone was trying to um, there was a, a black man who was a sportscaster, I believe, or a former athlete, and he was making comments that sound like he was saying it was a good idea. And I was like, what is happening today? What is happening right now? Mm -hmm. But not only that, Sunette, there is an, an athlete who is not black who was making commentary about a football game and almost said the N-word. He caught himself. It wasn't... Was it Aaron Rodgers? But he almost Wait. said it. Go ahead, Marlon. No, it's um, Tony Homo. Tony Romo. Yeah. yeah. Almost mm. said the N-word. You see, the thing is, they're comfortable. And I don't know who came up with the n-word to begin with i don't like to hear black people using the word it disgusts me blame richard Pryor. i don't like to hear the word it makes me cringe and it's all over rap songs it's and they're saying oh when we use it it takes back our power no because you know what he almost said it though huh go ahead donald go ahead Moments, I'm trying to get some context here. Is it that because he's white, was he singing a, a rap song that has in the N-word and somebody heard him sing the song and then he was reprimanded for it? Or was he saying something to in a derogative manner using the N-word? Because if you're a high school student and even if you're hanging with black kids, you're listening to rap music and stuff and the rap music has the n-word in it and you sing it what makes you different because you're white as opposed to your peers who might be black that is singing it i'm just saying what is the context i don't know all right hold that thought right there let me go ahead and wrap up on air and i'll be right back donald hold on one second for me oops i'm so sorry i forgot i had to you know what happened to me 
I don't know how I forgot to charge my iPad and I my, I was losing um, power so I had to plug it in and I forgot to switch back out my cord. Sorry about that. But we're going to go ahead and wrap up on there. say thank you to all the listeners who tuned in online on qmzradio.com and johnnoradio.com thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you were listening to coffee until world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 1 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views uh Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Coming up later on to this evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on QMZRadio.com, JohnOReader.com, and ViscosityBlend.com, it is The Rose Solo Show, so you definitely want to check that out. You remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me, 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 Media Moments on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok moments with me media and the mean everything is mi see you tomorrow morning 9 a.m eastern right here on qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com qmz radio Jano radio this is moments with me signing out I just wanna know what it's like Loving you is all that feels right Need you on my side, I decide Yeah, I swing my way Shorty swing my way